Wagwan people down. Yes. <laughs> well done. I don't like that my bad, my bad. Listen, this is the American, as you all know, because I know y'all love my voice, right? My name is Redmond. I am the A. This is Ty. I am the B. I am JC, the C Mike, and you are not. You're black. Past. Yes, yes. And today we have another Ty-led session called the Matter of Black or MOB. And we're going to give our opinions on some topics that Ty does the research or she already has in the, <laughs> she already has in a vault for us to mm-hmm. talk about. She'd be ready. Sit back, relax. So get let's get to it. Ready. And y'all should enjoy it. Okay. Well, first of all, it's Black History Month in the UK. Pop, pop, pop. Shout out to my blackies. Mm-hmm. Is that sound um, racist? Black, Black, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to. <laughs> I was shout out to my blackies, but okay. Black people. Gonna... Yeah, but shout out to my black people from the UK. Um... <laughs> Correction, it sounds racist, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't shout mean out to it. My blackies. You didn't mean. <laughs> yeah, because I'm black, so obviously, <laughs> and I'm I'm dark, so obviously, if I meant it in an offensive way, I wouldn't. You didn't mean it in an offensive no, way. I didn't. No. No, huh? we know you didn't mean it in a physical way, but I'm saying people can still take it. Okay, in a well, way. okay. Shout out to my black people in the UK. We have Black History in October, mm-hmm. which I prefer because at the end of the day, it's not. It's one of the longest months in the year instead of the shortest. Because what were they doing when they tried us with, in February with jail? And I like that. The only thing I don't like is we also share this. I think with um, breast cancer awareness, which also obviously does need its awareness in the UK. But boo, breast cancer! All oh. cancers matter. <laughs> but i hear you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so shout out to the um to my uk listeners and all my black uk people i miss you guys i see all the amazing stuff that you guys are doing um over this black history month and i'm really excited to partake with us one coming back Mm because if you hear this you know that we back with season two and it's kind of fitting that we're coming back season two in Black History Month in the UK. So shout out to us and shout out to y'all. So to start off, I really want to highlight one of the black shows that I really like called Dating Black in the UK. And this is um, created by Tony Mack. I actually went to college with her. She's a lovely, 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 lovely girl. Um, I used to call her eyebrows. She's a London girl, of course. Yeah. Sorry, I just... She's a South London babe about that. Not even just a London babe. She's a South London babe. Okay. Um, And she always had the most impeccable eyebrows. And I used to always call her eyebrows because they used to be just... And I used to say to her, you should really start an eyebrow line or something. But obviously she's doing better things. (laughs) Um, She started this uh, production company called MFT with one of my best friends, Shamim, who RIP has passed. And she's continued it and she's doing these amazing things. So season one and two of um, Dating Black in the UK um, premiered on BET International. um, And I got you guys to watch the... Black History Month special. Mm-hmm. So I really would like to know your thoughts. The premise of the show is that they interview <coughs> different either influencers or just black people in general. Some people are just they have regular jobs. But there's a, it's a really nice conversation because I really enjoy the fact that it's not so negative. Mm-hmm. I think people are talking about their experiences and some of them not being bad. But I really love that most people are quite hopeful with the idea of finding love and black love specifically. 
And it's really refreshing to see black men being vulnerable as well. So what were your thoughts? One, as a non-British person, but also as a man watching. I just remember the girl sitting on the bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, was he, loves the East, he loves the East African babe. So I, yeah. I think she was Somali. She's Somali. Somali. Mm-hmm. Regardless, shout out. Um, without getting too deep first, I want to say that I love when the... I guess aesthetic of where everything was recorded is top notch. It looked very expensive. Mm-hmm. It looked well produced. It was how I like to see uh, black content pieces coming together. It doesn't have to be janky shaba shaba. It was it was re- it was <laughs> really shaba shaba okay. shaba. Yo, y'all would, need to give me a dictionary be. before we start doing this podcast from now on. And sometimes there's okay. not real words. Sometimes it's, you just be known from what is giving that. That's yes. What it gives. Okay. So somebody can create the dictionary. If if, if you pull up in your new car, I'm like it's shaba shaba. You would know what I'm saying. Oh. That's it's not the nice. Yeah, it's, it's giving it's brother. It's what? Shabba shabba, shabby. There we go. Okay, sorry. Just continue. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> so, I, I liked I liked all the set design. I liked I liked how everybody's makeup and uh, hair and nails were really well done. Everybody looked dressed. Everybody looked successful. It was it was it was really nice to see from a production value uh, standpoint. My biggest takeaway was, yo, it seems like the issues that men and women black men and women are having in 2023 are universal because i feel like you hear the same thing whether you watch canadian american or british content pieces Mm -hmm. uh, positive and negative where people still are hopeful and that's also the most beautiful part that everybody remains hopeful in you know what i mean even in a even when it seems like you're in a dark time uh we we can touch on more things as we discuss but i found that to be the biggest standout that it seems that everybody's noticing the same thing at the same time i just noticed the girl on the bed i don't no i'm joking he's not though he's not joking. <laughs> <laughs> you know who had who i felt like had the best i mean they all had interesting things to say but the one that had the most well-rounded one i don't remember her name but she was sitting on the couch by herself had the long black hair she's wearing all she had a cup of coffee in her hand hmm. i can't I'm gonna remember. get her name hold on i can't remember her name but i i do think that there's definitely a disconnect and the disconnect across the board is communication hmm. from both sides Okay. One person is saying things and another person not interpreting or the other person's not listening. And listening is a very important part of communication. thought it was interesting. There is a disconnect I found when they were talking about the social media and how people post about their relationships, but they're only posting certain things. So and like things. It, mm. it, it, it gives a false narrative of what's happening in their relationship because you think and then you get a lot of people that say this all the time. Couple goes. But it's like you don't even know what's going on in a relationship. What's if it's good or if this was just a moment because you see it. You see it a lot in Toronto. You go out and people look miserable and then they take a moment to to look like they having the greatest time where they are. And then they go back to looking miserable. (laughs) So you don't know. But I mean, overall, it was nice to see some more London women. (laughs) And that's what you got from it. No, I got the the dating thing is a struggle everywhere. Like that's that's always been the fact. Like I think if you ask anybody, it's always going to be localized, right? So when you ask, uh, and most of the time, this is usually the default answer people have. What do you think about dating in Toronto, women? Men in Toronto suck. What do you think about dating in Toronto, men? Women, I only want your money, or they, you know, what I'm saying like it's just the same disconnect, and that disconnect is not just specific to toronto 
where we are, it's it's very universal. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of work to do. We all need to do better is what I got. Which, I, which I definitely agree that that is the general consensus and conversation on social media when people are talking about relationships. But I feel like when this, what this differs to that is that no one is really painting the whole like all men or all women. And I don't think they are really looking at either side as as bad or negative as the enemy i feel like everyone was kind of speaking from their own experiences on what like what they want how how they view relationships also um i wish i remembered her name literally this girl here talking um was basically saying that she really enjoys hearing stories about people that have gone through things and allowing real yeah real and allowing couples to grow and it reminded me of just like jada pinker smith is obviously just putting out a book and how everyone's just like yeah she just put out a book like a book about tupac an autobiography don't do that exactly but this is is the narrative that i'm talking about so a lot of people when we mention the smiths now they don't hold them as higher esteem anymore because of all of the things that have happened on social media around their relationship however when she put out the book there was there was literally a video of all of the whole family, including Trey, who is not even her son, and Will, like, supporting her, like, shouting her out, like, just holding her down with this book release. And I think that people act as if going through issues in a relationship either side is not worth fighting for. But then if they were to get a divorce, then everyone would be like, oh, relationships never work out, and da-da-da-da-da. So it's nice when you understand the real, the issues and the strength that it takes to go through to invest in a relationship for it to come out on the other side and look at that as actually the goals Mm -hmm. instead of relationships that just pretend as if everything is perfect Mm -hmm. and it's not Mm -hmm. right no relationship is like that but no i agree with you i was just saying that i was saying the issues of dating are universal it's not as specific you're only going to think about yourself locally and if you ask people in the city they will always say that it's the other side that they want it's not the type of consensus they were coming to that like we all need to do better. Mm-hmm. For the most part, we want to see the real and get good information. Um, homie with the homie with the bald head and the beard. He was sitting by himself on Richie. the Richie. Richie, what, he had a get a. He's uh, a person. He's a uh, no, but he had a, he had a really particular name. Richie, what? I don't remember his last name. Sorry, but Richie, I want to. I'm interested in following him and seeing what more he had to talk about. He seemed really insightful, really mature. You don't like him. I love him. Oh, honestly, if I could date any of them, I would date. date Yeah, he stood out to me as someone who was spitting knowledge. He speaks about. Again, he even sp- spoke about Dwayne Wade and right. Gabrielle oh, Union and the supporting of their daughter. Yeah. Like this is the t- this is the conversations I want to hear black men have where it's p- positive around the strength of a woman, but not in this like take all of the negative things that I you know push you down with, but also like the different thought processes of like um, sexuality and all of that kind of stuff because. When you look on social media, you just assume that if they're bla- a black man would prefer their son to be a drug dealer than gay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. those are the kind of narratives that are pushed. Mm. But then when you hear a man just speak highly of, you know, Dwayne Wade's position and um, how he's been able to to protect his daughter and also protect his family and and all of that, I just I love those kind of conversations. I love that mindset. Um, 
yeah, I just think he's really great. Mm. Okay, so one of the so. questions they asked were about black couple role models and if they are important. And that's when Richie did bring up <coughs> the Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. and things. Because it's like, obviously, by having that as a role, them as a role model is able to shift conversations and you to kind of decide, like, if I was to ever get in a relationship, I would want someone who is like that. Or, you know, I, we're currently in a relationship right now um, and seeing that has made me and my husband or wife or whatever have a conversation that we maybe would have not had before. Do you think that having black role models is important? Do you mean role models like in a public eye or yeah, like I mean, just in general? It could also be, because one of them, guy. yeah, it could be public, but oh, also one of the girls I don't, mentioned I don't, her mother and dad, her dad. I, I trend to not want to, to not idolize anybody in the public eye, you know, and no matter, no, no sense. The relationship like anything, I don't I don't like the idea of idolizing people that for anything. Now, I think the more value comes from the people who you actually know, see and can touch and feel. Not in no weird way, but like I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. those people can put upon a better impression of you of what a relationship takes in those things as opposed to people in the public eye where you only see the public eye portion of things. I'm going to go the other way where I think having the right celebrities spearhead these issues is so important because Dwayne Wade's, he's a man's man. He's a gifted athlete. He's an NBA champion. He's well-dressed, well, everything. Dwayne Wade's the man. And I think him and his wife being like the beautiful Gabrielle Union, super talented. I think having them as a focal point to allow men, well, people from different walks of life to focus in on one specific example of yo Dwayne Wade the world famous has a daughter who is transgender and his wife and him are actively encouraging her journey and I think that when we think celebrity I think we use that word too loosely like we throw reality tv celebrities in Mm. with someone maybe on a on a a higher plateau as a, a Hollywood actress and an NBA champion but I do think that certain celebrities are appropriate because they help us to centralize the group where it's not so nuanced as well you know my uncle and his wife or my cousin and his wife are dealing with this currently to see that Dwayne Wade is doing it it allows us you know what I'm saying it, it just it just gives us a focal point yeah and it it, it starts the conversation uh, yeah I'm, so I, I'm the opposite so I sure. agree because I feel like uh, one <clears throat> we unfortunately have come from um, a history where in I guess in the last couple of decades two parent households is not um, a majority marriages are get like divorces are on a, on a rise so you're not n- always seeing great relationships mm-hmm. firsthand right and if you're someone who was right ra- what well, wasn't raised with really good relationships and seeing that firsthand then where else would you look other than social media mm-hmm. and i also or tv or whatever even romancing and film like mm-hmm. r- seeing films and i think as well like even with your auntie and uncle you do not know the ins and outs of their relationship and what they talk about and discuss in their back in their house or in their bedroom and then when they're doing pillow talk so you're never really going to understand their relationship as much as you would a celebrity either Mm -hmm. so to me it's basically the same thing i get understand that like be around them and, and feel the love and all of that kind of stuff but when you don't have that around you often i think there's not an issue with looking at other people mm-hmm. um and listening to the things that they have said i have learned so much about relationships about marriage from watching shows like the black love not this one mm-hmm. but the black love usa um and 
I've learned so much from listening to married couples. I'm so sorry, but like I said already, the Smiths to me are still such a great family unit. Mm -hmm. How they raise their children, how they've supported each other. Um, And a lot of people would say that that doesn't make sense. But to me, that looks like a real union that has gone through (laughs) peaks and valleys and all of that kind of stuff. And they've decided to choose each other time and time again. And that's because I've not had um, many relationships in my family that have sustained more than a couple of years mm-hmm. or have been healthy relationships mm-hmm. so i actually really do like having role models in every sense when you want to self-care when you want financial support or or mentoring or whatever and even in love and relationships because otherwise if you just go around based on what's around you it could be very negative of course I mean, yeah, the impression of anything can have a negative or a positive effect, right? Whether it's in the public eye or if it's not. But I, I think I'm just because I'm very so against the idolizations of people in the public eye, I'm against utilizing them as role models for our regular lives as well. That's just obviously it's not a like it's a disagreement for y'all, but I, it's not a disagreement in the sense of like y'all are wrong. Yeah, no, so to speak. I get why you, you know what I'm saying. My only thing is, I think it's a big leap from saying that they are a role model in this specific category to idolization. I think idolize. Yeah. I think idolization of any person is is silly because fair. It, we're we're all human, but I think if you can say, "Hey, Dwayne Wade." You know Dwayne Wade. Hey, do you know Gabrielle Union? Yeah, you do. Well, check this out. They have a transgender child and they're being really supportive. They're putting her out on front street to be like, hey, this is our family. We're not so different from y'all. And I do think that, hey, whether there's infidelity or tax fraud and anything in between, we can put that aside to just say, hey, this is two parents coming together. I I agree. I agree with that for sure, especially with the, the trans conversation because unfortunately the... LGBTQ uh, conversation is still not a conversation I feel like is really had in the black community. Really? Not, I mean, maybe I'm thinking from my American side, but... Really? Oh, yeah. Come on. Black bro. Americans are talking about LBGT and trans issues? Yeah, I think they are. I don't think... And maybe I'm thinking from my community. I don't think that that is like a conversation of something that's... At I least think- at least it's something that like... Hmm. It's... And mind you, mind you, I've been gone for a long time. Yeah, I was gonna say, I but I like, also do think that there. I feel are, like Black Americans are leading the charge on. They the are leading the charge, but I'm saying this: the acceptance of it, I feel, still feel like there's some there's some rough spots. But anyways, that's not even what this topic is about. Yeah, I think I'm just like, I feel as though we should find other ways to learn and grow about relationships as opposed to utilizing people who are in the public eye um, and that's just my final thought on it i think like everything in life you should pick the good out of every situation to inform yourself i think if you listen to everything your parents say you're blind if you listen to everything no agreed i agreed sorry if you listen to everything a stranger says you're blind agreed agreed it's all in moderation right for sure right for sure so i i do think that i guess it does get dangerous if you are going to utilize people in the public eye take it with a grain of salt as well you know what I mean? Like I mean, yeah, that, you take, that, sorry. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt because I do think some people can be too obsessive or and I hear it sometimes, oh, I want a relationship like them, I want a relationship like that. And you really should learn and find what you 
believe is the right thing because every relationship is different. What works for each person is not going to be the same thing. Agreed, so, but I think that's could be said across all platforms of trying. You can't read like literally like you're saying. Like you can look at your parents or your aunties and uncles and say, oh, "I want a relationship like them," but again, you don't really know. No, you fair. Could read mm-hmm. a book about relationships, but that's dated and has no no um relationship or exist or experience based on like what's happening to in today's I mean, current current time. Both are true, right? Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot or you can find bad information in each area. I'm the, I mean? so. I I'm I'm in the sense of if you want to be good at something, you have to study it. Mm-hmm. You have to right. learn and you have to study it. And I think that a lot of times people don't want to, when people say that, oh yeah, I want a relationship like, um, I, mean, I guess maybe like Sierra Russell Wilson, people assume that you're just watching because of pictures because that's how, that's the depth of your knowledge of them. Mm-hmm. However, I've read articles or I've watched in interviews with her expressing the, what made her love uh, made him love her or it, or vice versa and the way in which they speak about each other is the reason why i want someone who will love me the way that russell loves sierra mm-hmm. i think mm. because you learn because you listen and you learn what i also feel like was good about the dating black um, episodes and the seasons in, in general and i highly recommend anyone who's listening to go on to bt international and watch season one and season two is they do speak a lot about therapy as well mm. um and doing the work and what it means to do the work and i think a lot of times people just go from one relationship to the next relationship and be like oh i'm gonna take a break um and i'm gonna learn and da da da. but you haven't really learned Mm-mm. and if everyone around you is pretty much dating the same type of people and you're having the same type of experiences and you don't know that there is an other option then you never strive for wanting anything different so sometimes it is listening to people from other communities or in other locations speak about the type of love that they are receiving for you to get an understanding of what you want um and how you want to feel and sometimes people say like what i want is really how they want to be how they want to feel i want to feel like how sierra um russell wilson makes sierra feel Mm because listening to the way that she speaks on how he makes her feel is beautiful and i want to feel that way Mm. and that's why i say i would want a relationship like that not because he's this athlete and she's this put woman and they've got money and da, da 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 do you know what i mean so sometimes it's a bit deeper than the people take the, the names of the celebrities but actually the conversations that they're having um and the things that they're expressing like i said will and jada to me to this day still one of the best mm-hmm. um I, sorry this i should say this is also coming from a person that has no desire for a relationship I do not want to get married. That That is not in my life plan at this moment at all. So, like, it, it may seem a bit jaded. It's not jaded. It's, <laughs> I don't want to say jaded. Honestly, that's what kids were about. But I, didn't it's not, I don't want <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you've been wanting to use that song for already. <laughs> you've been, you, 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 you mentioned that song pre-show. Now you want to use it. Hey, I didn't. It's fitting. You, you it's just lay Listen, but, it. no, I mean, I just, like, I don't. I don't listen to any of these people. I don't watch stuff about love. I don't watch stuff about relationships because I mean, I, I never watch those things. Don't interest me one, to be honest with you. And and two, like I don't desire those things right now. So like, it's not even something I feel like is valuable for me to even be 
put okay. into my headspace. Well, then yes, I'm, I'm going to skip the question. Yes, I'm, I'm not hurt. I'm very happy. Jaded. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's next? No, I was going to ask a question, but I'm going to skip it because it does not fit anyone on this panel other than myself. That's good. What, Go what's the what's the question? It says, moving forward, how can we make black love a more positive experience for millennials? But as someone who's married and someone who is jaded. Nah. I'm not jaded. I just don't want no relationship right now. You don't like, want a relationship. As a blanket statement, that is jaded. Why is that jaded? I feel like that's... Y- y'all projecting y'all beliefs on me. Okay. Y'all biases on me because yeah. I I just... I just... It's not something I desire right now. And it's not fair. because... And I don't... I want to get it... I, I want to get it... Go on. Clear. I'm not one of these guys that hate women. I If oh, you no. hear me speak about it's women, I speak... Very, <laughs> speak very highly about women. It has nothing to do with my... I have very good Especially interactions with women. African. Well, listen, Anissa. He just you, wants want to be in a relationship. If with you, Anissa, if you uh, need me, sorry, I'm sorry, I had to try it. Anissa, <laughs> he, does, he doesn't want to be in a relationship. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, damn, I lost my train of thought. Thanks, guys. I think I, I I think that he's just an example of a lot of what's going on with millennials is them having this mindset that I don't want to be in a relationship, and it's like. Okay, cool, but that's textbook blo- blocking your blessings. Yeah, honestly, can I say it's and it's coming from a jaded place. Y'all believe that, it's, it's yes. and it's okay like, for y'all to believe the, the that. Reason, no, but I don't the, believe that. You don't have to defend the it. The reason why you are saying that you don't want a relationship because I've been there and I mm-hmm. and I currently am kind of there right now. I'm saying I don't really want to start dating until January, mm-hmm. so I'm taking a break. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm taking a break is because I feel like if I invest time, it's probably not going to work out right now. Jaded. Let's be real. So it's like, why invest the time when I could be investing my time in other things? Because if I invest my time, it's not going to work out anyway. And the reason why we're doing that is because of past experience have shown us that when we invest that time, it doesn't work out, which is negative, mm-hmm. which is jaded. That's a ne- that is a negative mindset. I don't think about that at all. I think that it's just not where it's not something that has ever drived me in my life at all ever. So right now, a relationship. Just, yeah, I mean, no, that's not true. When I was with my ex. Or when I got with my ex, at the time when I met my ex, at that time I was like, yo, I like being single, but I would love to like be in a relationship. And I had that relationship and I have no ill will towards her. I don't hate that woman or anything. It didn't work out between us. Those things happen. But now I've just been in this idea of like, you know, I don't really want to put, I don't want it. I don't desire it at all now. So it's just. That's just where I'm at. I'm not jaded. I don't hate women. I don't think women are trash or whatever some of these guys be saying about women when they have negative experiences. I don't think like that at all. I don't subscribe to that ideology of the fresh and fit and the other red, whatever the fuck they're called. I don't even know what they're called. Yeah, God forbid. Um, I don't subscribe to that mentality. I just, for myself, don't have a desire for a relationship. And I say right now, the reason I say right now, because it could change. But right now, I don't. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't. Go okay. ahead, Ty. Well, that was all I was going to say about that topic. Yeah. But as I said, uh, be sure to check out season one and season two of Dating Black um, UK on BET International. Yeah. Now, if you want to have a good time while you're looking for what you're looking for, you can have a good time with me because I'm a great time. You might as sure. well pass the time and ha- enjoy the time while you're looking for the time forever time. Anyways. So, Ty, in that short documentary, there was a section where they said 
if you're chronicling your love story, what would you want your cap the caption about yourself to be? I think mine would be um she tried and thrived. <laughs> she tried and thrived. I think she tried, so I keep trying and right. eventually it's going to be worth the wait. Right? Yeah, it's going to Redmond, be what will your caption be? Sorry, what was the question again? My gosh. So if there's a story about your love life, what would you want the caption describing your character to be? What would you want it to read? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's, uh, that's what it's going to be. Oh, no, shit. I'm thinking. That's oh, me oh, thinking. Some <laughs> I just, because it's so hard to say, you know, I, I, what would I want my love life to say? Listen, listen. He did his best, yeah? He did his best. His favorite. <laughs> and I think uh, mine would say he didn't make the same mistake twice. I I, oh, I okay. feel like in my adult relationships, I really put emphasis on when someone tells you something, not, not the little nitty gritty bullshit, but that mm. real deal breaker shit that people do not like. Yeah. I feel like I've always made a concerted effort to not do that shit again to my partner selfishly because i know i hate that shit yeah but because you want to be the best version of yourself for that person yeah he didn't make the same mistake three times yeah. <laughs> like you said that <laughs> three times yeah okay, okay. so um, we did I, want to talk about the the romantic thing yeah, right so this is the thing there was one of the questions was what was the most romantic thing that you did and one guy explained how he took this girl to paris uh took her to the eiffel tower Flashing. you know gave her a promise ring gorgeous 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 stuff and then one of the girls <laughs> the one that you liked um, i mean i forgot she was a stalker but like <laughs> yeah um explained that the romantic thing that she did was that she liked this guy so she found out like his age his date of birth, like his, his address, address, so that when she met him, she would say things that were like, "Oh, you give Aries," and he'd be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like how do you know that?" <laughs> so she could be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I just feel this vibe," and da 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 da. And she thought that that was so romantic, and I was gobsmacked one because that is manipulative, not <laughs> romantic, <laughs> and two. It was actually kind of sad to see that so many of the girls couldn't think of a thing where they were romantic. That is true. Where I, they were romantic. Where no, they were romantic. That is true. I will say, yeah. <laughs> I'm not jaded, but I do find that I, I don't hear that often women reciprocating romantic expressions to men. And I, I think it's a bit, it's, it's unfortunate because... I remember it was, there was this video. It's a joke thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, the whole video. But they, they, the guys were like, if a woman sent you flowers, what would you should do? And all the guys were like, I would love it. I would, yeah. oh, oh my God. What? I think I might marry her. Like, I might do some crazy shit I've never done before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we don't get that type of love, I feel like. I, at least I will say I've never experienced that type of love in relationships. Like, I've gotten stuff for like, Christmas and birthdays, but like just a generic, I wanted to do something romantic for you. Never happened. Can I ask you, have you done something romantic for women? All the time. Yeah. I'm a, I'm I, as much as I say that I'm like, 
and I'm not looking for a relationship, when I'm into a woman, yo, I be doing the most shit. Yeah, that's I nice. do the most. Like, I'm like, I mean, my first day with my ex was a picnic. So I went. I the picnic is the most. No. I don't think it was the most oh. romantic, him, but, but he's <laughs> <gonna> say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take away from my yeah, romance. Look, romantic. He's still trying to say I'm jaded. <laughs> I'm just saying he said the most. Well, yeah. I well, mean, Paris and the purpose ring. I mean, most. going to Paris, like, there's some, there's, there's things like I no, you know what? One of the most romantic things I did a, a previous ex of mine, actually, I think it was for Valentine's Day. I rented a hotel room downtown. And I got like rose petals and I put the rose petals all over the um the the room and on the bed and I had like her favorite snacks and I had like edible arrangements and flowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that like when she came into the room she saw that she loved it. This was yeah. like ten years ago, so like Yeah. I don't have no recent very romantic shit, yeah. but like I did some stuff. Okay. I feel you. So So one of the girls did say and I wanna hear you because well, I mean, you already told us about what you did for her birthday, so mm. kudos to you for romantic. Um, <clears> but I was, one of the girls said that she's just not met a man that she's wanted to do that for. And I'm cap. someone, that's not cap. And the reason why I say that is a lot of times we, we I, well, not even we, I have stopped myself from doing things that innately I've wanted to do on a romantic level because remember when you do romantic stuff not only are you do it for the person but you you two will enjoy those things mm-hmm. like you will enjoy the hotel you will enjoy the chocolate covered strawberries you will enjoy the the um jacuzzi the trip away the mm. trip to paris like the man also enjoys Got that you. or whoever plans yep. it will also enjoy it so there's things that i want to do but because the person that i'm dating either has not done something like that for me or i feel like they wouldn't do something like that for me stops me from doing it um i know a lot of women i know a lot of women who (laughs) um want to do those things and they've i've known a lot of women who have for their boyfriend's birthday like done the the balloons and the thing and did the dinners and wore the lingerie and did all the cute little stuff yeah but like that man didn't appreciate it Mm. because he felt that it was girly like he would have preferred if you just bought him a ps5 do you know what i mean like that to him would have been a romance um (laughs) you're like fair because you you know what i mean yeah so i feel like there are moments where women either feel like the person wouldn't put that much effort in for them so they don't do it and they kind of have to stop themselves from doing too much because nobody wants to be the girl that does too much Mm. um but then also there are it's not like a lot of y'all be the girl that do do nothing though i feel like the i feel like it's gotten to the point that a lot of girls are doing nothing because they've done too much before yeah. and they've been taken advantage of. I mean... And, I've, and I'm speaking from experience. The last situation I was in, I truly could have... I feel like looking back in hindsight, could have done more. Um, could have done more in terms of what I wanted to do more with him. But at the same time, I've done that where like I've, every time you come to my house, I'm cooking dinners, mm, I'm putting right. out a spread. Um I've massaged feet, rubbed Ooh, backs, wow. done all of that sort of stuff. But for what? Like I've run bar, like literally for what? What What did you want more? Is it because he didn't do uh, particular things in the relationship or in that moment he wasn't appreciative? No, he didn't do particular things in the relationship. Mm. There was no um, reciprocity. Gotcha. You know Fair I mean? enough. So I, it was like, I'm doing these things to, sh- it's almost like you feel like you're auditioning as a wife. You need to do these things. You right. need to do what men want you to do, but then they don't, do anything like is pulling teeth for us to go out to, to dinner. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I feel like that's fair, but you know, one of the greatest things about love is 
it's taking a risk. So Absolutely. you have to. But she took yeah. the risk. And, she took and, the risk. Yeah. But I, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm mm. talking about these okay, yeah, women that fault. are saying that like they've never met somebody that they felt. Or if it's those reasons, then I'm like, you, you got to take the risk. No, I agree. And I actually regret doing that in the situation that I was last in. And I, this sounds mad, but this is where I'm going with it. And mm-hmm. this is what I'm going with when I start dating. Mm-hmm. I'd rather it not work out knowing that I was my authentic self. Right. Doing all the things I wanted to do, act in the same way that I wanted to act, like how I wanted to act. Um, and it not work out and just be like you didn't deserve it then mm. stop myself from doing those things right. and then it's like you're judging me based on the things that maybe i'm lacking mm. but right. i actually wanted to do them right yeah. do you know what i mean right. so if i treat you this way amazing way and you still are a douche to me and you still don't give me the things mm. that i feel like i require mm. then that speaks volumes on you more than it does on me but then if Fair i enough. stop myself from showing up in this loving caring way that is innate to me then you're not even really experiencing me as a person so right. whether you accept me or reject me you're doing that based on this fake version of me and, Fair if, enough. and if your heart is leading you towards doing a kind gesture for someone and you stop because of a perceived negative uh um right consequence whatever like you're, you're only screwing yourself you're you're dimming yes. your own light Exactly, right, you're right. dimming your own but light. But what I do agree with is when you said you did it for him, you took the leap, and it wasn't reciprocated. Well, fuck you then. Like, right. what does this look right. like? Goodwill. Listen, this right. man got a new job. I'm there with waiting for him to come in. I've got horns. I've got bottles. I'm popping bottles. We're celebrating that it's you got this job. Right. Do you know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, but like, mm, it's good, but I could have worked more money. I'm so nigga, you negative. No, yeah, That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Listen, just try. Just try. Don't do yeah. what you did, though, Anissa. Don't be stalking. Yeah, that's them. literally stalking. That's nothing. None of that was romantic. Like, babe. that's Word. not romantic. That's girl, creepy. But that okay? was very. Romantic. Just think about yeah. if a man did that for you, you'd be like, ooh, nasty. But that's also Don't do a it. good thing because uh, true equality between the sexes <laughs> is uh, <laughs> women being just as creepy as men. That part we got it. We just fair. Call her that's fair it. enough. That, but that's like, true listen, equality. listen. You can still call me though. But like, just, just if you want my address, just ask me. Anissa was you know seventy two weeks in the past on that Instagram. She really was. Okay, so we have the colorism in dating burner boy clip. All right, so let's I want to actually oh. I just want to um, premise this with the fact that um, Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm had a conversation with Chad Ochocinco. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that how he doesn't date black white black women really because when he grew up, um, they weren't really checking for him. Fair. So that's, this is yeah, literally what Burner Boy is going to say. So let's mm-hmm. listen to, t- to him. All right. You understand. What made you go with this as the intro? Because I feel like he was speaking for all of us black African boys. There was a time yeah. in life when we went popping, you had to be a light-skinned boy. Did you not have Chris Brown on your... On your yeah. I used to love let's, that, man. Let's be real. We weren't popping. Yeah. We were getting called all types of names. It is what it is, you know, because now... Guy all over the globe. <laughs> Jay Huss called himself Mr. Ugly. Yeah, I didn't like that. He but there was ugly. a reason for that. Right. That was the view of that society had of us. Mm-hmm. The whole narrative has changed. Of course. And it's like, we now see... We're not looking in the mirror like... Hmm. Actually... So the whole time <laughs> yeah. they were trying to finesse us. We've always known our worth. It's right. everyone else that did it. And then someone keeps telling you something, even if you know it's not true. Yeah. It's like the fact that they keep telling you it's in. Okay. So 
Uh, should I? I'm gonna go first. Yeah. So I think there's there's a lot of things to it. Man, I had these thoughts well thought out last night, but now I'm just at a jumble. Mm-hmm. Was there a time where light skin was considered to be more attractive? Absolutely. But that was not something initiated by us. That was something initiated black people. Sorry, black, black people. That was something initiated by colorism. And there's definitely more negative connotations with just being African. I mean, I just remember growing up, we used, you used to call African, like they would call African guys uh, booty scratch. I can't remember the stupid, it was a stupid term. ABC. Yeah, it was African. African booty scratchers or whatever. So like there was a lot of negative connotations towards Africans in general. You know what I mean? Not just on the skin complexion thing, but just Africa in general. And then that comes from the colonial, you know, colonialism has a big impact on how people see each other. And of course, when you get white people, they're always going to say white or things closer to white are better. And that gets into the psyche of people. And then people start to enact those things because society is saying that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Now that's changed now. And it's a good thing that it's changed. Although I do have to say, I find the colorism stuff still comes out from my African friends more. But you know what? I'm not even going to go in deep into that. But uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I agree. Wait, what um, I said? or? Yeah. I okay, agree. cool. Oh, yeah, cool. I agree with what you said. Um, I agree because unfortunately, when you are from a lower social social class social group or social class Mm -hmm. unfortunately you always want to look down on other people if someone's looking down on you you want to look down on other one other people right so as black people um in western countries you are already being considered ugly or neg like ghetto or whatever whatever right right. so then when there's someone that you can then pick on right right um, right that's quote unquote lesser than you then you do that so there's dark-skinned people who would then be be able to turn around be like you're african booty scratcher because not you are just as dark as me which is negative but you're worse because you're from africa do you know what i mean so that's you're dark and you don't speak right right and you have an accent right exactly yes but when you actually see it though and you listen to it obviously burner boy is a younger man compared to terrell owens but then also you hear terrell owens say that he was treated um, badly by black people, so black women, so he didn't want to date them. Or you hear Biggie Smalls rap and say, like, black and black as, as ever. ever, however. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's th- there's always been this thing that we know colorism affects, a lo- we speak a lot about women, but we never really speak a lot about how colorism affects black men. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely definitely 100% know that back in the day, people did not want to fuck with a darker skinned man or a darker man who definitely yeah. was African. Like, it wasn't the thing to do. Everybody wanted the light-skinned Chris Browns and before that, Genuines. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, that was the the look. Mm. Um, the good hair. Exact, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can even go further back. El Jabaj and the Jabaj brothers. It's kind of given that thing. Why do you think Michael Jackson, even though he had, even though Michael Jackson Sorry. did have his vitiligo, there was a reason why he didn't want to wear dark makeup he decides to go the other way Do you that, know what I mean? that was also wild to me sorry sorry no i'm gonna let you continue michael jackson was not an unattractive black guy yeah like he when, wasn't but if you like, again it's similar get, to what yeah. burner boy was saying but you you know that 
we are righteous and we are beautiful. But if mm. you have someone complete tell you over and over again that you're not, eventually you're going to feel some type of way. Right. And that was Michael Jackson. If your dad, right. your own father who come from his ball sack is telling you <laughs> that you're ugly and your nose is your too big features. and da 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 then you're going to go mm-hmm. and get it fixed. Yeah. Even though the girl yeah. then was calling your name from when you were six mm-hmm. and right. your nose True. was your nose. True. Do you know what I mean? So it is what it is. Like it's, it's sad, but it is what it is. Mm. Um, I, go on. I was going to say, and not you know, I'll let JC go. No, keep going. I just want to check this because my my. Um, I I do think that like there's the colorism issue that plagued our community, but I mean when it comes to thinking of yourself as attractive, that's a universal thing that we've all probably experienced, re- regardless of the skin complexion you have. Mm-hmm. Because even I think for me, growing up, people used to always talk about my gap tooth. Mm-hmm. And then now when I grew up, the amount of women that I'd be like, yo, I'm think I'm gonna get rid of this gap tooth. You be like, you better not. Yeah, honestly, same. And do you know what? Don't listen to them because they're trying shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is like I'm talking about growing up, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, no. You just I'm saying you have to get through that period. Yes. Of people ch- listen, kids are assholes sometimes. You're about to take my whole point. <laughs> kids are assholes. And when you get past all of the kids just being assholes because they're kids and you recognize that this is just a phase. If you can get through all of that and make it to, you know, early 20s, then you realize, yo, what people like is not for everybody. No, I'm ba- let me back up on my statement. What people, what you think about yourself people don't like, you don't know that they do like it. It's just that you had to deal with all of the bullshit growing up to find out people do like you for the way you are. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, without diminishing uh, Burner Boy's point, because that's not what I'm trying to do, it's everybody's going to have their time in the sun, even on the negative side of things, mm-hmm. where I've had uh, light-skinned friends singing in the West Indies. They were too light to be accepted. Then when they moved to Canada, they were too dark to be accepted. Really? At, Interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, but the, the long and short of what I'm getting at is similar to what you said. It's kids will be cruel because everybody is referencing a time when they were young and right. impressionable and, and extremely vulnerable to people's critiques because you're seeking acceptance. But it is, it, it is bullshit. But I think if I can add anything and I hate that I have to do this is try to bask in the fact that now it is your time yeah, to up. be accepted right. and you're up and everybody respects you and the men want to be like you the women want to be with you and all of that hurt is probably in a way something that at least helped to on some level propel you to where you are now and it's things are getting better it was bullshit your trauma was real right but you don't have to live in that anymore right that doesn't that doesn't change right. the fact that you went through what you went through exactly and i think we have definitely moved on and what i also do not like sometimes is that um we as a society in terms of black the black community across different western countries we harp on what the way things used to be mm-hmm. instead of celebrating where things are right. we are a black girl magic mm-hmm. black love black excellent movement black boy, joy. Too, black boy joy too far to be really c- thinking that these things should still exist mm-hmm. when we should know at this point that 
there's a reason why mm. it's not because white people or white people have decided that yeah now all of a sudden like black is beautiful no it's because right. actually black people have we, worked really we hard we to right. change the narrative right. and to show beautiful representations of black people on all shades mm-hmm. and and in positive and negative lights mm-hmm. so that you right. realize that we are not monolithic and there's a whole different and there's there's a whole spectrum of um black beauty and black lives um so it's not just a click in the like click that no one's no one's calling um africans african beauty sketches are no more and Mm. nobody's you know not finding black dark-skinned people attractive anymore just for the sake of it no there have been so many uh black africans who have come mm-hmm. to these Western countries and shown up and shown out right. and sh- literally have built uh, um, how many doctors in the US, most of them African, like, well, not most of them, but a lot of them are African. Um, the highest density educa- of, oh, sorry, the highest density of black doctors and engineers are Africans. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you show up and show out the beauty and the excellence of that, you can't disrespect it. <laughs> so right. because of it now, people are like, oh, actually, no, we were wrong about that situation. We were wrong. Mm-hmm. We were done. And let's be real, we already know that it came from a white, white masters right. that want to put those negative um, portrayals of what Africa is. Mm-hmm. Now that social media has come, now that we've all grown, we know that there are probably be- more beautiful um, cities in Africa mm-hmm. than it ever could be in the whole of the US. Let's be real. And yeah. just, uh, I'm just going to finish by adding on to Ty's point. Uh, you are not your black past. Period. Everything Ooh. that happened to you happened to you. But imagine how much better your, like look at Burner Boy's part in making it easier for the one-year-old dark-skinned African black boy right now Listen. to feel like, right. oh, I don't have to be you know yeah. what I mean? ashamed of my complexion. Right. Period. I and am shout to And shout out to Jay Huss. Yeah. First, we're heading that All I'm going to say is dark, brown, a light skin, all different shades of perfection. Boom. Okay. Yummy chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know, I love me some chocolate. Oh my God. Okay. So, 95% next, ex, next um, topic is some bullshit. Child. <laughs> <laughs> it's some bullshit. Let's go. What's the bullshit? So, if I'm going to skip this because, yeah. Anyway. So, if you are on black twitter then you would have heard of black therapy and black therapy was people sitting down and discussing we don't even know was it scripted who knows it had to be like honestly it had to be because why would you publicly no it's not real could have been that bad but anyway however he was actually very much with her because choma has are they actually they in a relationship? They were actually together. So I don't oh. know. I feel like it, this is why I'm saying I'm not really sure how scripted that, that actually was because mm-hmm. I but think it was real. Well, the woman who was the therapist was an actress. Hold on, let's, yes, let's yes, introduce yeah, it for I think she was the therapist, but I think they were a real couple. All anyway, right, just to be fair, who knows? Who knows? Let's fake. Who actually knows? But if you uh, were on Black um, Twitter, you know about brief therapy. How, so yesterday or a couple of days ago, Paul, who was in the relationship with Choma, who was this, who was the lead villain on Blue Therapy, released a clip of a Blue Therapy type show that he is going to be sitting down and the therapist in. Please tell me the blind lead the blind how this is going to work. But he had a pastor on there with his wife, and this is what the pastor said. It's just loading, you know. This is real. It's very very important that how a wife gives. The husband sex. Whether she's tired or not, she gives them sex. Yeah? 
because you can't starve, you know, your husband and then complain when a woman outside wants to give him food. Mm, wisdom. Well, let me just make it clear. I'm talking about married couples. Whether your wife is tired, she must give you sex. Otherwise, there'll be contention and tension in the home. And, you know, there's another woman out there wishing they have a chance to give you what your wife is struggling to give you. So, wives, whether you're tired, give your husband sex. And husbands, also be considerate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's why as a man, you have to have self-control, though. That's what I was about to say. You must have self-control. But as, as, as wives, you must be wise. Wisdom. You know, because, you know, wisdom is better weapons of warfare, the Bible says. As married couples, you know. Sorry. Okay, I just, I don't, I don't, I, this sounds like a lot of nothing to me. I don't know what that means. Really? No, the, some of the phrases, like, wisdom, yeah, whatever, well, that's, whatever that's he said. No, before he said, he he said it's something else before the Bible, referencing the Bible. But anyways, who going first? Maybe the married man. Wisdom is, is the better weapon. Is the best weapon of warfare. Yeah, I think that's sound advice. Yeah, I, I, but, but in this, this is context, a, this though, is saying, this is why I said that's Bible talk because people take lines and use it and for their benefit, and then literally yeah. but carry on. As I, I think as as the married person, uh, I only had one small point of contention with what he was saying, but I think ninety nine percent of it I agreed with uh, that. If you are in a monogamous relationship, so often men don't require much as standard outside of the ability to have sex when we have the desire for sex. I've had this conversation with my wife before where there are so many different ways to show and express love, but there's kind of only one nonverbal way to express love. I didn't say that correctly, but sex is important, <laughs> right? Because it's a way to show love and affection and there's nothing else like it. Now, if I have no other person to have sex with by the confines, and I'm cool with it when I say confines, that's not a bad thing, but by the confines of our relationships and by the confines of uh, monogamy, then I'm going to need you to be a willing participate in sex, in intercourse. Now, where I did, it gets tricky is when he says, even if you're tired, because it's like, I don't want no tired halfway sex. I want someone who's a a willing participant. (laughs) Right, 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 right. just as uh, excited uh, about sex. Excited as I am. You know what I mean? So that part was a little funny and uh, funny style, I'll say. But sometimes as a man, I do struggle to uh, uh, convey that, not necessarily even to my wife, but it just in general discussion that this is a monogamous relationship. I have no one else to turn to. So if I need sex, where am I supposed to go, wife? Especially in a situation where it's like, I'm holding up my end of the bargain. Right. And sometimes I do feel that I maybe require less in a relationship to keep the, the wheel spinning, to keep the engine greased. I, I really need that. Yeah. So a healthy sex life. A healthy yeah. sex yeah. life. Yeah, which I think... Fair enough. Fair, which mm-hmm. is fair. But I think a lot of times men don't realize that sex is very mental for mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say things like, even when you're tired, just do it to please me. <laughs> but then he also said you men have... Um, 
what did he say? Women have, when you're tired, but he said also men have compassion. Compassion, or self-control, or yeah. S- or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's just like, well, if you have compassion, then you should have compassion that this person is tired. Mm. A lot of times when women are, the emotional baggage or the emotional um, need of keeping a household running together, you can go to do your job because she is helping support you emotionally, mentally, so that you feel good to leave the house and she takes care of blah, 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 blah kids, etc. Um, it is a lot, especially if she is also too working. If mm. she is also the primary caretaker, the primary house um, cleaner, or mm. blah blah blah, cooking, blah blah blah, still working too, it is actually a lot on a woman. Mm-hmm. And if she is exhausted, to able to to get into sex and to enjoy it and give you what you want is very difficult. Women are in their head. If the head is not right, she ain't coming. Mm. No matter how much you're doing what you need okay. to do, it's not working. So I think I understand you can only have sex with that person, but I think it's really dangerous to say things like, even when you're tired, <laughs> you should do it. Mm-hmm. Because some people are actually genuinely tired. And also some people, even if I, if I don't want to, then I don't want to. If that means that the relationship, we need to have a conversation about whether or not the relationship continues, then that's a different different conversation. But to say it's by force, basically, I don't really like the, the idea or the thought behind that. Can, can I, I also add something? Sorry to cut you off, just, just quickly. There's one thing that I think men struggle with also is that in the beginning of a relationship, and yes, things change, especially when responsibility and work, and especially when children come Sex be play. nonstop, huh? But in the beginning, <laughs> I y'all be poor, no stars. <laughs> we we getting it two, three times a day, every day, five times on Sunday. And then God to t- the taper off from that sometimes, albeit naturally, and I'm, I'm, I'm being completely respectful, right? But although there is a taper off, sometimes a taper off can feel extreme. Yeah, and mm. I can definitely, I can appreciate that. And I think that um, conversations need to be had. But when you put it like this pressure on, like you have to do it, it's no longer enjoyable. Like when you're being told. I'm literally watching this show where this man, this wo- she went through cancer. Oh, so she went on. through cancer. She oh, can have man. sex, obviously. But now she's out of remission. Um, her sex drive is not really there right now, which right. can also happen when you have kids. Your mm-hmm. sex drive no longer is there. Your emotions and hormones are just not there. Everything's not working. You don't feel sexy. All of these things. Again, like I said, sex is very emotional in the mind for the women. So you're saying, why are you not doing this now? You're out of remission. Why? What's the issue? You've had the baby. The, you're, it's, the baby's a year old. Why are you not you know, jumping on my bones the way that you used to? It's in the mind. It's really in the mind. And I feel like what men, um, well, not all men, but what some men do, they critique and they demand instead of trying to do things that lessen her stress, lessen the worries or thoughts in her mind and support her in a different way that would then make it seem like that it's a choice and a want and she wants to be with you than it being forced. Yeah, I'm the single guy here. So here we go. (laughs) <laughs> you thought I was about to say some dumb shit? No, no, never, never. I, I mean, I don't. I think that they're definitely. This is the single guy that has no valuable experience to be really commenting on this. But if I were in a relationship, 
I would hope that we could figure out how to fulfill our contractual agreement to each other, which includes the sex, which, which includes the sex on the dotted line. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, I don't agree with like, if you're tired, you should have sex with them. But I do think if there has been a tapered off in the sex life between you two, I mean, it is one thing that does keep relationships a bit exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say. I agree. And if that's not present within your relationship, then the relationship can feel a bit stale. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot, a lot of times we struggle with, I mean, I think I've dated women whose sex drives have been in very high, even for me. I'm just like, yo, listen, I need to relax. Word. I need a Gatorade. <laughs> I need, yeah, I need some electrolytes. Word. <laughs> like, well, you, you need to chill. Like, I need a, I actually need a break. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I, and I don't think that, like, I'm tender. It, it's it sounds like lots and lots of sex in a day is. It's not that amazing for me. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm not trying to do it five times a day. Like mm-hmm. you need to chill. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are unemplo- unemployed if you're doing it five times a day or on holiday. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> either right. Fair enough. But like that's a lot. But I do think that you have to find a way to communicate with your partner how to best figure this out. If it's mental for a woman, mm-hmm. then like we gotta find a way to to make it come. And I I, I want to. Th- throw something else out there Ty obviously as the woman uh lead of the podcast how how do we combat this right now hear me I'm not trying to be cal- I'm not trying to be crass <laughs> right but for women it's mental whether she's uh, stressed from work stressed from being a parent stressed just from being a human fucking being right you need to be in the mood mentally yeah but Sometimes as a man, you need to have sex and have that physical release to get back into your emotionally nurturing, caring Casanova role. Yeah. But the sex has gone so long that you got that poison built up inside you and it's hard to sympathize. It's hard to even fucking think straight because as a man, sometimes it's hard to think straight when you haven't had sex. You you kind of devolve into a fucking what what what's precious what's precious oh my god Smeagol you turn into Smeagol because you haven't had sex in two weeks yeah you're not yourself and you're hungry you're, you're not yeah. you need a Snickers yeah no you gotta I, watch porn dog listen but this no is, no but because so, that's not the same as sex that's fair it's not the it's same not it's, the it's, same it's, a, it's, a, not, it's a stop yeah. gap though yeah. especially when you love your woman yeah no listen oh, all of these woman. things all of these things. I 100% agree with and it's not easy to Mm. meet in the middle it's definitely not easy to meet in the middle a lot of people that again things I've read things I've experienced uh, people say that for women to get them out of their head they need foreplay Mm -hmm. but they don't need foreplay as in like oh lick rub their feet and lick their pumps and da, 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 before you get into it. No, Not the pumps. they say that foreplay <laughs> starts from the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. So, Oh my God. You, no, you got to do four day but like foreplay. No, there's like your beautiful, Chat squeeze GPT. her bum, Yo, squeeze her pass. bum and you walk past, uh, message her saying, I can't wait to see you. I've been thinking about you, blah, 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 blah. Get her in that feminine, desirable so feeling again. 
And I think, and then also, if you know that the stresses are coming from places like kids or etc then do something about it <laughs> i think we're we're tired for a reason mm-hmm. maybe if you came home and cooked and i didn't have to then i would have 30 minutes where i f- could sit down for a bit um after me also coming home from work and feeling like okay now i want to be sexy mm-hmm. tell her to just get in the bath and shower and wash her hair for her do you know what i mean like things like that to meet in the middle because you also get your your intimacy with her, you get to touch her, you get to flirt with her, you get to maybe send pictures, you might get to like touch her and da 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 da. But she also would like that because it's not straight away it's coming with your dick out saying, Come suck. I, this is a single man in me. This is, I'm about to sound jaded, but like, that sounds like it's the man doing all the work <sighs> trying to get sex. Yeah, and I don't feel like that should be the way it should be within the confines of your relationship. Like, I gotta, I gotta prep you all day so that in the hopes that I can get sex. Listen, if, like, and then if the that's day, why I'm if, single, fam. No, this, you don't want to put effort for real. So I don't want to put no, I don't. Exactly. So which just is why to you're get single. maybe which sex, is, which is why you're single. And then she still be like, I'm tired, but babes. This is what, you know, this we could try it tomorrow single, morning. This is what I'm trying to say. It's one of the many reasons, but like, yeah, like. That just feels like a lot of work just to get sex. It's not okay. No, it's not. That's just what for I'm sex. Say, that's what I'm saying. It's not just, just for sex? sex. It's not. Just I want you to sex. do all the things you already do for to make our relationship romantic, and also do those things to get sex. Wait, what? Text you, not, you're beautiful. But this, this is what I'm morning. trying to say. This is what I'm trying to say. Let me most stop of, talking. Most of you lot, yeah, you're not doing it. So as much <laughs> as you're saying, if they do these things, most of you lot are not doing it. If she was getting those things, the likelihood is she's not going on turn down sex. She's not. If you, you know what I mean. What's the percentage? You can't. It's, like, it's every woman's different. I'm joking, but I feel you saying, though. But like, <laughs> I thought that way, but it doesn't work. But I'm just saying, it's not just for sex. You should want the person to feel good. If the if she feels good and feels sexy and desired and da 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 da, and you're helping her so she doesn't feel exhausted all the time, blah blah blah. As you should, okay. As her helpmate, period. Period. But if you're doing those things though, and you're still not getting sex, then it seems kind of pointless, right? But I mean, you're know. doing it for your relationship, right? You're doing it throughout the. You're already doing those things, and then now you got to continue to do those things to get sex. Now, like it just seems as well, if if you're doing those things, okay, maybe I don't, I don't feel know. like that's the reason why women are gonna have sex with you because if they're tired, they're just tired. Yeah, but no matter if, what, no, if, if you take things off her plate, then she's not going to be tired. Maybe the first time you do it, she's still tired. She's been doing it for five. If 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 she does it for five days of the week, and maybe the first time you do it is on a Thursday, she's still gonna be tired. But she's gonna be grateful that you've done it. She's gonna maybe have a different mindset. She might wake up the next morning feeling more refreshed and suck your dick in the morning because okay, she was able so to sleep earlier. What about what the men that are already doing that? Those things on a regular. A lot of men that are doing those things on regular are not not getting sex. But, but the, 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 the 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 thing that's getting lost here is it's all a fucking crapshoot because to yeah. your point, you could be uh, uh, Captain America. You could be doing all the things and. Like even on a hormonal level, she she just doesn't have the drive. Fair it's, enough. It, it it it's tricky, and I think the problem that men have is, in a very general sense, right? And this is a human thing. I'm not saying men, women, mm-hmm. but I think right. the problem that men have is we try to go very analytical. One plus one, two. Yeah. Two plus two, four. But it it just it doesn't, doesn't work, like, work that. like that, and that leads to frustration, tiny little tidbits of resentment, and again, I know me. 
after two weeks, I start turning into a fucking bridge troll. But then you should... T- t- okay, one, if you are married to someone or in a relationship with someone and you are not getting your needs met, then you should be vocalizing it. I don't know why men feel like they can't. Easier said than done. Facts. Yo, what do you mean? You it don't know why. easier said than done. I Ty, can tell you why. Maybe, maybe, hold on, maybe Ty Noel is super receptive to what right. a, just to know. what a man's saying right. when he expresses himself in terms of access to your body. Hold on before you disagree. Maybe you are that type, but not every woman 100%. is. I would well. be receptive, but you know what? If you got to hear it, you got to hear it. And if you're in a relationship with someone, then you have to do it. This is what I'm talking about. In theory. When you're in a relationship, you need to have the hard conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and that is what you have to do, mm-hmm. period. You're building up resentment because you're not speaking to your person. That's we talk about true. communication, 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 communication. But nobody wants to actually communicate. Yes, you're going to get your feelings hurt. That's women will come and tell you how you, how they feel about certain things. Your feelings will be hurt. You also can do the same thing to women. Her feelings will be hurt. Okay, but if what do you Single mean? For what 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 ha- sh- what happens when a woman now says that your vulnerabilities are now adding to her plate of burden? Well, then that's a problem. But it's, a, but it's something it's a that possibility. happens. Okay, but we, we can't act as if every woman is as evolved as the next because a lot of a lot of women, you guys are not on the same level. A lot of women, if you say this hurt me, what they'll do is, well, you telling me that this hurt you makes hurt me you. feel this way. Right. It's like, well, goddamn, I should have shut up okay, then. No, you shouldn't have <laughs> shut up because you have the conversation. And if she says that by you saying this has hurt me because da-da-da-da-da-da, then we were like, okay, well, we will address that too, but we also need to address this. And then you'll have a sit down that actually realize that this issue that you have and this issue that she has, there might be a re- resolution that you guys can build that will help both of you. Well, that's what you're supposed to do is, in relationships. I this don't is, understand. This is my supposed issue. Hold on. So and this that's is, what you should do. This is my issue though. Like Ideally. This is this is a relationship part. That's what you part. need to do. And if you want to <laughs> oh make gosh. sure that the person that you are with is the person for you, you should not be hiding how you feel. Mm-hmm. Let me take away the relationship part for a moment, right? I don't like giving feedback to my female friends about their personality. That's dumb. So that's not your friend. What? That isn't. That's not true. Ty, I need I need you to <laughs> understand one simple thing. Not all women are as evolved as you. There are some knuckle dragging ass women out there yeah, people who get- are not receptive to having. Ty, you know you have friends where you can't even tell them, hey, y- y- your, your poop doesn't smell that great. Okay. Because I they'll mash up the whole friendship listen, behind it. Okay, I hear what and you're saying. And we're dating them okay, girls. Listen, <laughs> right, I'm not saying that right. I'm receptive to always being hurt, told the truth either. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But you know what? So my friends, some of my friends used to say back in the day, I don't want to tell Ty certain things because I know she's going to tell me something, something, something. Mm-hmm. But then I was just like, what is the point of us being friends if you feel that you cannot be safe or tell me what's going on with you? Because then this relationship is based on falsities. It's fake. It's not real. It's I, not I how you really it's... feel. It's not really how you think. I'm telling you something about what's going on in my life and you're hiding what you actually think. Fair enough. Sometimes it's right place, right time. But at the same time, it's like when it comes to the person that you're laying down with, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. If does it mean that sometimes you're gonna have awkward conversations and someone's gonna say that you're mean and da 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 and you didn't care about my feelings and blah 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 blah? Yeah. But if what that's how you feel, then why are you negating and shielding how you feel? 
Okay, I think as much you're as you're doing no harm to you're doing I, harm I, to yourself. I think it's as much as it's important for mm-hmm. women to, or men to understand women how we how they behave. It's important to understand how men behave right. as well, right? From the women's end, right? And I think that as I said, sometimes when I my fem we want to avoid conflict at all costs. Cost. Yeah, I but don't that's want the problem. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> That's a problem. It's 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 it's. But see, now this is the dichotomy of the situation because if we if we address a certain situation, it could be a problem. If we choose to not address the situation, it, it could, could be, be a problem. problem. Right. And so now you're in a place where it's like I don't know whether to go left okay, or obviously right. Obviously, pick your battles. But if something is really hurting on your spirit, you need to speak to the person that you are in a relationship with. That is both parties. That's not a man thing, woman thing. You have to be emotionally resilient. Someone's gonna hurt your feelings. But it's better that it's it's better that you tell the person that you're in a relationship with than they then feel some type of way they cheat on you or they feel some type away they go and tell all your friends and family all these negative things about you or they leave you but, but had you sat both, down and had a conversation both options can lead to those outcomes I'll, I'll throw but at least you was true to yourself and how you felt i'll throw okay. an example out there and this is a hundred percent not me and my wife i'm not even going there but talking to a friend of mine he was having he was at mm-hmm. i can that's my next door neighbor i can literally go and tell him to shut up you see, you see this, 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 this person that you are, mm-hmm. you see how you're willing to go and have that conversation with your neighbors. That's why we, I can, I can bring up the sex life conversation to someone like you. I get what this you're is not for the podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but, but Ty, you are Ty. No, right. I hear. Okay. So I give mm-hmm. this info, like I give willingly have horrible conversations. I am the person who people say is the truth teller. Like I will say how I feel when I think it, da, da, da. You will never not know what is on my mind, especially if it it unsettles me. And I expect the same in return. I don't want to feel like I'm the one expressing to you all of these issues. You feel some type of way and you're never telling me, how am I going to improve? How am I going to be better towards you to support you to do the blah, 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 blah. How can you expect your wife, if she is tired, but you're not saying nothing about it, but all you're doing is throwing down um, your your boxes on the floor, eating your food and leaving your plate and complaining to all of your friends that she's not giving you pumps. Then how's she gonna know? If anything, your attitude towards her is gonna make her more annoyed, more exhausted, and doesn't want to give you more pumps in to begin with, and it makes it even worse. Right now, open your mouth. Now, now do that again to the guy who is doing that stuff. Because uh, let me let me just preface this, and again, this has nothing to do with my relationship. This is a relationship. This is a relationship from a nameless, faceless friend of mine. Shout out. He (laughs) was in a situation where he. Wasn't their sex life had diminished, yeah. right? And their their child was approaching ten months, and they had had no sex in that time. That's extremely challenging. Uh, uh, it's fair to understand. Now the thing is, his wife is actively dealing with postpartum. Okay. Now hold on, hold on. Now, now this is a situation where he is in utter agony. But the fact of the matter is. He cannot afford to drop a rice grain on his wife's plate. A hundred percent. Okay, so with that situation, this is completely that is completely different. But because he's that, still in agony. Okay, okay, and not being funny, but you're gonna have to hold that, sir. <laughs> you're gonna have to hold that because you're talking about someone who is dealing with postpartum depression. Right. The baby is ten months. This is the same analogy that I was given earlier with the woman who had cancer. It's the same thing. This is a biological. This is a 
hormonal something that is affecting her this you need to if anything send her to to a therapist or to a doctor so she can you're get gonna support. get your ass cussed no, out for that one it's got, no me. it's not nothing to do and if it's if you premise it with sex you will but if you talk if you, about if you premise it with her well-being and her needing support because you've realized that she's dealing with postpartum and is if does she think she has postpartum or has a doctor a doctor diagnosed her with postpartum maybe you should first go and get the diagnosis to see if that's a thing if that's the case then actually yes yeah, sir you're gonna have to hold that if that's 10 months and, and you force the type away if that's your wife so there I'm is so a sorry. time where you should not say anything if we're talking about someone that's dealing with this is not tired tired is like things because you're busy doing your everyday life postpartum expresses some, itself in a we're lot of talking about you are literally you've just given birth your body if it takes nine to ten months to to grow a baby it's going to take just as much time for your body to get back to weight the mm-hmm. way that it's meant to be maybe even more so give her some time some people over after a year is when they finally start to feel like themselves there's literally a saying that as a woman once you have when you give birth don't make any life um life changing decisions in the first two years of that child's life because you actually might wake up and be like actually that wasn't me that was all of the hormones and emotions and da 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 that was going on while i was pregnant when someone is going through that's giving birth is life-threatening yeah life altering Mm -hmm. things like that dealing with a cancer or a sickness i'm so sorry hold your balls Hold well, I don't. Balls. I don't want to say hold. Wait, hold on to else? that. That's the thing right there, and that, so that's where that's where men struggle. Is we can never truly be vulnerable if when we are saying this is what we're struggling with will always be trumped by the fact that women give birth. Mm. We can never even measure up to that that level of stress and sacrifice. So it's like, okay, hold your balls. Okay, cool. And in even, this situation. even, sorry, but even something to, to something you said, as a person, when I have a group of maybe seven dudes that I talk to regularly who all had COVID babies, all of our babies were born in 2021. I forgot how old this kid is already, right? All <laughs> of our kids were born within the same nine month period of 2021. If you think that your wife is suffering with postpartum depression, and you mentioned going and seeking help behind it, I suggest you hide the knives because I'm not going to 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 play into this fan, this fallacy that women are just all soft and gentle and and incapable. A woman in the wrong mental state might kill your ass. Okay. Behind it. Women, women, women are not these perfectly elevated creatures no who are that. incapable of, of destruction. I do not think it's as simple as saying you Listen. should encourage her to go see someone. That will get your head chewed no, off. No, do you know what I'm going to say? No, no, it's the thing. Empirical At the end of the day, if you are the man of your household, lead your household. If, your so, if one of your, soldier, okay. if one of your soldiers is, is sick... If one of your soldiers is sick and refusing treatment, you have to be, yeah, okay, fair enough, she's going to be angry at you. Yeah, she might cry. Maybe she might be uh, annoyed and blah, blah, blah. But if you truly, truly believe it, you have to be persistent with this person that they need to get help. She might make a decision like you just said that in two years when the fog clears, she regrets. This is someone who, as you are at work, is alone with your child. And in that moment, maybe you want to- she needs to go and get help. Yeah, but if she, she was my soldier, I'd put her in handcuffs and send her ass to help. 
I ship her off to the fucking. And that's what you might have to do. Book that doctor's appointment. Tell her that you're taking her to a date and take her to the doctor's okay. appointment. We, and she might cry. She might be angry at you. But if that's the if that's what you truly believe that she needs, then you have to do it. Right, what we, about, what we, about the women who drown their babies? We gotta move on. Was that yeah, worth it? We, women that drown their babies is not because no one someone said to them that they had postpartum. You, it's you because can't no, prove that. no, it is. It's because they had postpartum and nobody did anything about it. You cannot it. prove that. Yes, I can. No, you can. We can statistically okay. No, 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 no. Show me, show me where it says. Show me where it says for clarity that one hundred percent. And that's the point I'm making. Is when it comes to your child, I'm not leaving a point zero one percent chance that anything negative could happen. So you think ignoring someone with postpartum and not getting her help is going to be beneficial to your child? No, that's not not what I said at all. I said it's not as easy as saying, "Hey, babes, I think you need to go talk to a doctor." I'm not. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not going to be easy. She might throw things. She might be angry. She might say she don't want to talk to you for a week. She might be crying every day. She might kill your child she's not gonna kill your child how do you know that that is not a, think, that is not think, a risk as a father you can take to someone who is literally the giver of nourishment to your so child if you think that she is that if you think that she's that um say it crazy say or it. whatever say it say what what you're gonna say that crazy no you, no no say keep going sorry i apologize i should take the child from her yes if you think she's that mm. unstable that she will kill your child, if you mention postpartum depression and seeking a doctor, then she probably needs to go to a doctor. Therefore, she shouldn't be around a child. That doesn't make sense to me. It makes perfect sense it doesn't to make me. Se- that doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense to me. If someone is that sick that you think could potentially harm a child, she needs to go to a doctor. And if you think mentioning it, going to a doctor will then make her harm the baby. That's even more reasons why she should go to a doctor. If you think that so how, how do bliss, I, how, how, she's I, I, crying, she doesn't please, have sex, please, she's being so explain to me how you get an adult human to go do something against their will this is what do i I, do i now get cps involved on my own child this is why excuse me this is literally why i just said you can have multiple conversations you can literally that you can literally print out things you can literally say i'm taking you out and pull up to the doctor and will she be mad a hundred percent will she maybe not want to talk to you a hundred percent but when she sits down with someone and they speak to her and they say to her you are not alone the things that you're feeling are blah 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 and maybe say maybe not take her to a doctor take her to a mummy's group or something so she can get support then that's what you do you know, when I, you're actively I feel trying like to help her. You are not taking her to a doctor. You are admitting her to a hospital. I, I feel, that's as, not, I feel as though that's should, how it works in Canada. We should. That's not the level of postpartum. We should talk. There's different levels, and that is not We should what probably I'm get saying. somebody. We could do a topic on this, and we should probably get somebody that is a professional that deals with women that have postpartum depression and how to actually handle those situations as a man. Because listen. I think that for sure those people would know the best practices to ensure that the safest way to get this person care and also make sure you safe and the child is safe. They would have those answers. I don't think we, I don't have those answers and I'm single obviously. So that might be an episode. What's next? And we, um, we have anything else? Yeah. We got a couple more subjects. The Love is Blind clip. So Love is Blind oh. on Netflix has come out. By the time you're hearing this, the last bit would have come out, which <laughs> we obviously are missing, so we can't discuss this because it came out on the Friday. Um, it actually came out today, the rest of it. But in Love is Blind, currently there is only two couples that are actually heading to the altar. 
But before then, we had Uche and we had, oh, what is her name? Uche and, what's the girl's name? From Love is Blind, I'm not sure. Oh, Uche and, because I know the, the, the Latina girl's called Lydia. His name's Uche and her name is Aaliyah. Uche and Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah. Okay, so Uche and Aaliyah and Lydia. So give giving um, Redman the background. Lydia, the Latina one, was actually dating Uche before she came into the pods to into the reality TV show. She didn't. Um, you're not actually meant to know people, but she probably did some scheming thing to get into the same season as him. It's coming out that she kind of like stalked him to to get herself there. Um, so Uche. How and does her, that work? So she found that he applied. Oh, oh shit. she found that he, she applied and he okay. she also applied. Anyway, so Uche and her, obviously, while they were in the pod, she realizes his voice. He's like, oh, we shouldn't date because this is not fair to experience. And obviously, it didn't work out for us anyway. Blah, 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 blah. He starts then talking to this girl, Aaliyah, really, really likes her. Obviously, they both know Lydia and Uche, who each other are talking to. So Lydia then befriends Aaliyah in some weird way making these weird comments like oh we're just the same we're just alike blah 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 blah, blah all this weird stuff but he obviously doesn't isn't able to tell Aaliyah that he's dated someone in the pod before because that's part of the show anyway they were talking about cheating and Aaliyah um divulged that the last relationship she was in which was for two years and it ended I think over a year ago um she cheated on her ex-boyfriend hmm. didn't tell him mm-hmm. and just left the relationship because she felt bad. Okay. Okay. Uche's um, reaction was very judgmental. Um, and he was just like, that's a recent thing. So is that your character? That you're dishonest? That you lie? That you do all of this thing? He was really berating her. A lot of people felt. I kind of understood his annoyance. But I did think that he was going a bit too hard. Now knowing especially that you also was hiding the secret. Mm-hmm. About dating someone else in the pod. But you know. Wow. Um, so this was a debate on socials about women being honest about some of their flaws, like cheating or body gown or something like that. Um, and whether or not uh, people kind of let them get over it or rebound from it the way that you would be maybe sympathetic to a man. Anyway, so this woman is Aloni. She's a sex and relationships therapist and um, influencer. She also has a book called The Big O. And this like- was... She a doctor? No, I think. Well, I think. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, I think she studied. So I okay, think technically okay. therapists are doctors, right? Yeah. Um. So this is her take on that situation. Telling a man you have cheated on him doesn't benefit anyone. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just let me finish. Yeah. You have audacious Uche who was literally scolding Aaliyah for being honest. And I I hate when men go a bit too honest. Like, it it makes me feel a certain type of way. Because let's be real, the the playing field, it's not equal. It's not equal. We all know the double standards when it comes to a woman's sexuality. But what makes it even more audacious is that he was asking her questions, like really throwing questions at her, making her feel shit about cheating in the past, making out like he's a better person because the last time he had cheated was when he was 18. Excuse me? Excuse me? Were you disloyal? Yes or no? Right, so you're human and we accept that humans make mistakes or is it just men who are allowed to make mistakes? 
And do you know what takes the utter piss? Is the fact that after all of that wala that he gave Aaliyah, we find out that his ex is in the house. BFFs with our Aaliyah, right? And they had slept with each other three months prior. That is the double standards. So I ask again, what benefit is there by telling a man you have cheated in the past? Okay. Telling a man I you have, have cheated... So I have a question for Cypher. So do I, for, clar- for clarification. Well, my question is, just, is utter piss worse than regular piss? Or is it... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all if, you're taking, if you're taking utter piss, you are taking two notches up. Like oh, this, two people's piss. piss. It's not yeah, just one person's piss. piss now. Like, oh, you're taking the piss. But if you're taking the utter piss, like you are th- disrespect. So utter piss is like no water, just dehydrated. Yeah, it's, yeah, stinky. <laughs> it's it's. Piss. You got me fucked up. You got me all, <laughs> all the way, way fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> literally, literally, that's exactly what that means. Okay. So, okay. So my two questions for clarity: This woman told Uche that she's cheated. On him or cheated in, in the past? In, a, in, a in the past, in a different relationship. And she didn't tell the ex-boyfriend. He didn't find out. She just left the relationship because uh-huh. she felt bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had a second question, but I've forgotten it. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, you, yes, you want to know our thoughts? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you You know, think, I don't even like. I know, but what are your thoughts in terms of, she was basically saying it doesn't benefit women to be honest about cheating in the past Mm -hmm. because they don't get the same grace that men get when it comes to I don't feel like men get grace. Do you get, what do you think about that? You think men get grace for being honest about cheating? I think so. You do? I, I I think if we had to do a percentage, it would be 51% men get more grace. But what I will say is I don't believe in divulging information about your past, about your past, I agree. Uh, body count, uh, cheating status, Uh, uh, what is that with the body count question? Honestly, the body count question is pissing me off because it's all over social media again. Yeah. And it's why are you I asking? Think, who do you care? Who I cares? think I think if you are serious about someone, just 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 move forward. Just move forward. I think a legit question is when they meet your friends, right? Right? When they meet you, like your your inner circle. How it's they like, interact? Have you dated? If it dating leads to yes, it's like okay. Have you had sex with any of my friends? Because that couldn't be weird. That's understandable. But. As, as far as body count and have you cheated on other people in the past, I don't see the value in it if you're just going to turn around and diminish someone's character based on something they did. Right. Now, she said, like, oh, he did it when it, when he was 18, so it's somehow better. In a slight way, and this is not a man thing, this is yeah, a no, man-woman thing. thing. If you yeah. did something when you're 18, I can, like, summarily same, throw same, that shit same. out. Right. right? Now, I do believe now when you're asked... You should tell, tell the, the truth. truth. You should always tell the truth. A hundred percent. I think she said, is is there a benefit of women telling that they cheated? No. But if asked, agreed, mm-hmm. you should be honest. Yes. There is always a benefit in being honest. honest. Because always. you never have to pretend or hide or create a lie on top of the lie to continue the lie. I would like, lie. Don't, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So I'd rather be honest and you judge me and I realize that you're in a judgmental person. Mm-hmm. So therefore I don't want to fuck with you anyway. Mm-hmm. I'd rather that 
then to carry up this lie and pretend that I'm something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I do lie, think I want to fuck with you. I think, so, and this is the thing. So I think that a lot of <laughs> a lot of people lie because they feel like if they're honest, mm-hmm. then the person won't fuck with them, mm-hmm. and right. that's with the body count too. But why would you want to fuck with that person who wouldn't fuck with you based on these things that you feel are superficial? Mm-hmm. Why would you want to fuck with them yeah. anyway? You know what, y'all? I think I want love. Anyway, come with your real point, please. <laughs> Mike. I mean, I think that sometimes I feel like you got to lay the past in the past. Yeah. And let that die as to what it was. People do stuff. Honestly or by lying? Because I can never tell. Sorry, you. lie. When I say lie, I meant like leave it. Okay. Let okay. it let it lie. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? But like, are you saying leave it in the past by lying or by telling the oh, truth? Oh, so if you them? have, so I, I think that like if you have to, if somebody asks you, which in all honesty, you shouldn't be asking somebody. I mean, I guess you want to know the quality of their character, but if you're using that to judge them based on right. the quality of character and not by the actions, then you're kind of doing it for the wrong reasons. It's like you're finding that bad thing about a person mm-hmm. to be like, see, I knew you weren't mm-hmm. 100% the right. person you're saying you are. You're trying are. to sabotage you're it. You're trying to sabotage mm-hmm. it. So I don't think you should even be asking the question. But if you are asked the question, you should just be honest. And if, like Ty said, if that person goes, well, you know what? I can't fuck with nobody that has cheated on somebody in the past because you might cheat on me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then let's. Go our separate ways. Because mm. you know I remember I mean? growing up, the famous line women uh, use was once a cheater, always, always a, a cheater. cheater. Yeah. Like, that is not true. That's not true. People can have. People can change. Absolutely. People can change. People can make. And also, it depends on the person you're with. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, maybe in the past, I mean, if you're 18, you just don't really even know you're who not you even are. An yet. Adult. Yeah, you don't even know who you are mm-hmm. yet. But like, if you've done it, re- I don't know how old she was when she did the cheating. It was an ex boyfriend, so it was recent. Recent, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that for me, I think that I wouldn't have asked. But if I found out that information, I probably wouldn't want to deal with her because you did. You could have just did the leaving before the cheating, which is what. So this is this is the thing. And I, mm-hmm. th- he was annoyed. And some of the questions he, he was going in and I felt uncomfortable. But at the same time, she was like, but I'm being honest with you right. and I'm telling you what I learned. And I would, and it was one, she was like, it was one time and we were already going through issues and then I did it and I felt terribly terrible about it. So then I left because I couldn't do that to him. Like, I just didn't want to do that to him. But then she didn't tell him why she just ended it with him because she was like, I, she was unhappy in the relationship, blah, 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 blah. But she didn't tell him that she cheated mm-hmm. as well. But she was just like, she was like, I don't feel the need to like give him that blow that I also cheated. Like, right. she's saying on national TV, but hey. Yeah. Um, but also don't watch Love is Blind. So like. It's trash. It's, it's not actually trash. Again, it's really good to Love see is people. blind. You ever been blinded by love? I guess you can be love blinded you by love. You can be blinded. But what I really like about this, this show is that if you take away what someone looks like and you just listen to them talk, if you just listen to them um, have conversations and express how they feel and build connections on just the emotions, it's actually lovely to see. Mm-hmm. And then you can see how, what people put importance on because mm-hmm. he put importance on that. Whereas other people were talking about it and they were just like, damn, that was a thing. Yeah. But like blah, blah, blah. And then they didn't even give it up. Mm-hmm. So right. it's just funny to see how different people put importance on different things. Uh, do you think you should go into a relationship asking someone if they've ever had an STD? I think that's it's important. C- it's kind of more the same, but should you ask that? I, I think that is a bit more important. Um, 
I feel like ever had an STD? No, but like, if you're gonna, okay, so this is the thing. I feel like if you're gonna have sexual intercourse with someone, I feel like you should ask them when was the last time they've been tested and ask them to be tested. I feel like you have every right to do that. And I think you should, everyone should do that. To say if someone's ever had an STD, I'm not really sure because I feel like that is personal to some people. And those are things that like, if they had it, that doesn't matter. Like some things don't matter. If they had herpes and they have like HIV or AIDS, then right. yeah. But if they have a sexually transmitted disease like chlamydia or something, once they've had it and they've got rid of it, that's nothing. It's over with. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's nothing, it doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just feel like to be on the safe side, when you engage with someone sexually, you should ask for everyone to get tested so you know where you stand at this current moment Mm -hmm. because someone getting chlamydia five years ago doesn't affect who they are today because they could have fucked one person and got it or they could have fucked 60 people and got it and and didn't get it do you know what i mean so it doesn't really give a good gauge on like the promiscuity of the person if that's why you would maybe ask that question yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. but my closing thoughts on this are don't be asking someone about their body count or their cheating history until you're in a place where you know that no answer they give is going to make you walk away. Otherwise, you're just being kind of bad mind. Or no, you can ask the question and you can walk away if you want to, but at the same time, don't lie. If that, unless I'm saying, if you want to ask the questions, ask the questions. That's fine. But also, just make sure you're not doing it from a judgmental place when you two are doing the same thing or are being just as deceitful and all this sort of thing as well. But you have the cheat to judge that person. That was my issue with Uche. It's like, you've just, you are continuing to do deceitful shit, but yet you're chastising her about something she did two years ago mm-hmm. when you are actively currently deceiting, like being deceitful being to deceitful. her. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird behavior. Weird behavior. Like, that's so weird. To all, be. all the young men out there who are watching this, I can only speak to and for a young men. You don't want to know. Let it go. You don't want to know her body count. Let it go. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't, don't want to know if she's ever cheated before. You don't want to know that either. Yeah. Let it go. Focus. Don't ask. Push forward saying that I I'm agree. that nigga. She loves me. I'm I agree. That nigga. She don't don't me. ask. I'm that dude. She loves me. You don't, don't ask know. questions you don't really want to know the answers you don't. to. Yeah. That's age old. Do but don't ask no stupid questions like that. Yeah, I think that's dumb. It's going to get in your own feelings. Who we got next? Um, I don't like how I said that. Let me say that again. Sorry. So I actually have an am I the asshole question. <laughs> what, what do we got next, Toy? Sorry, that was worse. I have that. Um, am I the asshole question, but more so scenario. Let's go. So the scenario is, this is a black African couple. Mm-hmm. She is getting married to her fiance, obviously, and she's doing a traditional African wedding. So the tr- traditional part, the trad. And she is picking her bridesmaid. She describes herself as someone who fits the black girl aesthetic, hottie aesthetic. She's slim nice body um she's an it girl mm-hmm. okay vibe and all of her friends in her mind exactly in her mind all of her friends are baddies mm. too right okay right her, anyone got phds i don't I'm know honey. we don't know these <laughs> levels of, levels of things. <laughs> so all of her friends are baddies she's a baddie all the bridesmaids is a baddie mm. but okay. her husband's or fiance's sister is also meant to be a bridesmaid she said she doesn't traditionally have, sorry in in the traditional brides yeah in the oh, in the no. traditional trad she also has to be a bridesmaid she said she doesn't have the body she doesn't have the shape she doesn't have the hair to fit into the her pictures. aesthetic what does girl look like 
She bad. You got she pictures? No, I don't have a picture. She ugly of bad. I, I don't have I, the picture of the girl. Because if you can't even make a slight exception, so, this girl is ugly. So she said that basically, are you she, bougie? Wants, she wants the dresses Sorry. to be uh, mermaid style. So fitted at the top and then they go out at the bottom. She wanted can't everyone walk. to have a slicked back ponytail. She wanted everyone to have a slicked back ponytail, which will require a certain hair texture or a frontal, a wig. or a wig or a frontal. But she said that her brother, her husband's um, daughter, sister, sorry, doesn't fit that aesthetic. So I'm assuming she doesn't do that with her hair and stuff like that. She's right? built like a killer whale. That's what she's giving. So she's saying, how can she either not have, or is she an asshole for not wanting the sister-in-law in her wedding? Yes. And... What should she do to not have the yes. sister in law in her wedding? If you if that's so this is my issue when it comes to weddings, right? Yeah. If this is your biggest issue and you getting married to the love of your life, yeah. You ain't got no real issues. You, got you know problems, what I'm saying? Yeah. You got a good problem that's to have. Problem, yeah. Just have the girl in the wedding. Is the is the marriage about the wedding or is it about your husband? That's the part. That's what I'm saying. This is aesthetics. The idea of aesthetics is killing the black community. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not uh, it's it's nice. Ridiculous. You want the look, but you it's just like, good, yo, come on now. Like you're gonna, it's your, you're marrying your the sister's brother. Mm-hmm. You can't get off your high horse mm-hmm. for a day, for six hours, for however. Not even the ceremony is what. I guess they got to take pictures and shit. You do, that's why I don't like weddings. But like, you got to do all of this shit, take weddings. pictures, Same. pre-planning, all of this stuff, and you can't. I guess it's your day, but like your day is not the day; it's the day after and the rest of your life with this person. So, I, only, I think you're an asshole. I think she's an asshole, but I only push back on one part: is I understand her wanting her day to be her day, her way, the exact way she envisioned it. Only because, not all women, obviously, but some women, they have been planning out every single minute of their wedding for since high school. And I've been paying. Right? Huh? And I've been paying. That's not true, because maybe her dad's paying. Either way, either way, fuck all that. You're giving me off track for your nonsense. (laughs) So for someone who has put this much prep, she might all have a a scrapbook and done, done sketches of her wedding. But you are an asshole because by today's standards, you are, I'm assuming you are body shaming. Yeah, you're super, right. you're, right? yeah, you're superficial. You do not want this woman to be a part of your cultural tradition because of her body. Not because like she's a snarling asshole, yeah. but because she's, she's, she's going to stand out negatively in the Instagram pictures and in the wedding photos. You are an asshole, but... I think you're well within your right to be an asshole because it's your day, man. No, you are not well within your right to be an asshole because at the end of the day, if you are going to go and say to your husband that you do not want his sister in your wedding because of the way that she looks, he probably should not marry you. He probably will look at you and be like, maybe I shouldn't marry you because you're already going to cause issues in his family from right. the get-go because you're gonna go and tell his mom and his sister i don't want you to because you're fat that's mad honestly it's a precursor to other issues within their relationship that you might show so? absolutely it's giving superficial it, it's, it's yeah. giving i care more about what it looks like than what, than it, what is. it is now just a little bit of devil's advocate 
can we not devil. see a little bit of where she's no, coming? I get it. Just because of the importance of I like you get, get one day. Let me tell you something. So you Trust get what me, okay. I get what she's saying okay. because I know for what she, from what she's saying and it, how I, I envision it. Because trust me, I want my bridesmaid to look a certain way. I've even thought because my cousin who's going to be my bri- my maid of honor is so tall compared to me, and I've always thought about how we're going to have to stand and what it's going to look like and all of the different body types and the different dresses that I'm going to give so it fits everyone's body type and da 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 da. Like I completely get it, but at the same time yeah some things are better than or bigger sorry than the dream that you had for your wedding your your wedding will not crumble and fall just because one girl is wearing a dress and she's bigger Mm -hmm. if it's that deep crop her out do a picture do a photo shoot with just you and your besties and stuff like that beforehand and put those proper out it's it's still gonna be okay this is what okay this is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. when you post your pictures on instagram Mm -hmm. you have a carousel okay for the first two pictures you and your husband kissing kissing looking cute okay the third picture do it where it's all the bridesmaids together and the groomsmen so it's everyone together because also you're talking about the bridesmaids but is every groomsman uh giving burner boy chris brown looking all handsome probably not so why are we critiquing what they're looking like and we're not even worried about these but i might not want your ugly brother in my bridal party (laughs) too <laughs> this is so foul. This is so foul. Take the picture and then post one with the and then post ones with the bridesmaids that you're besties with instead. Just do the whole wedding team group together, men and women, mm-hmm. and she's in that one. And then the, all the other ones that you want to have with just you and your besties with your aesthetic aesthetic. Post those individual bridesmaids pictures without her. Do that if that's what you want, or and then just keep the ones with her in the book that you give to the family. Yo, call the wedding off. What if his sister? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine she's like no 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 what if what if his sister looks like me in the face oh come listen, on now that listen. is you're gonna have this in a mermaid you know how god you know how god works you know honestly god i want to see that you know how god works you know how god works you know how god works you do people like that oh my your god your daughter will come out looking like that woman Oh, your, oh. your daughter will come out looking at that woman. You hating like Yo, that? You, your yeah, daughter yeah, 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 no, 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 on a wig yeah if you if she doesn't fit the dress that you want go buy her spanks go buy her skims suck her up if you need to do and put her in that dress it is what it is but what you're not about to do is tell him that mm-hmm. his sister can't be in the wedding when that is his sister we're not talking about cousins we're not talking about uh, best friend we're talking about his sister put some respect on your your in-laws mm-hmm. your in-laws in this traditional wedding and do it for the union not for the gram and everybody knows she's ugly, so you you gotta get <laughs> Wait, past that. We, we ain't said she was ugly, bro. <laughs> you gotta get past that. No, she's and, ugly to her. She's yeah. ugly to her. She no, not actually be ugly. ugly. No, she's ugly. Period. No, 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 is going to disrespect her man, her man's parents, and that entire side. No, hold on. No woman who is in love is going to go disrespect thousands of years of tradition just because this girl might be a little overweight. Yes, no, you can. It is because she is exceptionally. Nah. Uh, 
Her face is taking the other piss. Stop. Her face is crush up. No, 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 no. no. I don't believe it. I believe that there are superficial, (laughs) materialistic, mean girls out there that think that what, that this aesthetic, there's girls that have said straight, I would never be friends with her because she's not, she's not got the body for me to go to the club with her. Like there's girls that literally pick their friendship groups just based on who can, who can get them into the VIP section. There Mm. are shallow girls like that. Mm -hmm. And she's giving shallow girl. That's Mm. what she's giving. Just, uh, just have the wedding outside and get, let it get rained on. You know what I mean? I'm just coming up with a horrible shit. I'm I don't know, but I, 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 <laughs> Wait, what? I, you are, you are an asshole. Yeah, you are an asshole. But I, I sympathize I with this the fact why I don't that like weddings. Like, what's the whole point? Weddings are beautiful, man. They're so beautiful. Clearly not. No, that is one this example, is one example, and that's not even the wedding. And that's not. That's just it's a, a part of the wedding. You got this girl out here. That's, uh, that's big Barzilla. That's not even ish. That's big Barzilla. That girl cry baby. That girl is ugly. No. That's the problem. I don't think it could be. I think that girl. I don't think <laughs> I that, think that, that it I don't think she's I don't it think that girl is about her weight I, because we that's all what she, said. she said she said she's not the right um, she's not the right size. She's not the right shape. And she doesn't have the same right hair. The hair is a wig, oh, you no just matter. Okay. But she says the size and the shape because they are the baddie aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's what to she them. said to her. Mm-hmm. But so she's just bougie. Saying, listen, this marriage is not gonna last. You put a makeup okay. on her. I'm and just keeping real. Her. She's fine. I mean, you listen, listen. Like she's fat. Listen rude. to the American that's single that knows how to be single. This is one of the ways you stay single. Okay, you just gonna be single. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna work out. What's next? This man, I feel sorry for him. Okay. You're an asshole. Okay, so sad to say, um, a few weeks ago, a 15-year-old girl, Eliane, Eliane Adams, was fatally stabbed um, by a 17-year-old boy um, oh my God. who was, I think, trying to speak to her friend and she was just defending her friend because he was getting a bit aggressive, so he stabbed her. This kind of violence towards women that don't want to engage with men is so scary in general for women but to see that it's happening with our young girls is even more terrifying she was in her school uniform Mm. she was a baby girl um so condolence to her family anyone that known has known her for anyone who feels particularly scared or triggered by the situation because they have been in scary and violent situations similar to this god bless that you are you know out and safe from that but i can understand how triggering that can also be um this is happening more and more in london stabbing has always been an issue but i feel like we're seeing more and more Mm -hmm. young girls being victims to things that just seemed like hatred Mm -hmm. like an anger and i really need our young black boys to get a grip on your anger and you normally anger deep down there's sadness there's all sorts of other things that are then presenting in this aggressive way um but you guys really need to do something about it you are not only was a 15 year old girl's life thrown to the wayside but so is a full 17 year old boy Mm -hmm. because you will literally go to prison for the rest of your life for what because one girl did not want to talk to you Mm -hmm. you are insane um and there's nothing that you've been through that warrants this level of aggression and violence that you are spewing out into this world um so anyone who feels like 
they've maybe gone through something that ha- that literally this anger is boiling inside please go and get therapy please go and speak to someone go and get a mentor go and get some sort of support so that you are not bleeding onto victims and um young people out here and causing so much harm like i said r.i.p to her family this is a tragedy like this is actually so scary because she was literally just going to school mm-hmm. yeah mad i want to start by just expressing my deepest con- condolences to her friends and family uh it, it's it's incredibly tragic what happened it, it's senseless and there, there are no words to express how deeply sad and saddened i am for her friends and family um <coughs> if i could just touch on one sub on, on one point I don't know if I said it on here, but I've said it to so many of the young guys that I work with and, and, and guys that I've come in contact with. If a girl doesn't want your number, it's not about you. You do not have to internalize the rejection as something wrong with your face, something wrong with your approach, something wrong with your clothes, something wrong with your financial situation. Bro, she could have said that she doesn't want your number because her golden retriever just died and she's not in the mood or the space for any kind of attention like that. It has nothing to do with you. You do not have to make these life changing decisions because something didn't go your way. It's 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 you will throw your life away. You will throw an entire family's life into disarray. And it's all about nothing. I want to say seek mental help, but but fuck that for a second. All of the older ones, the the, the, the ones of us who are lucky to make it to 37 and, and, and this type of age, reach out and talk to these young guys and let them know the importance of healthy interactions with women and the fact that just because you ask for a girl's number does not mean you're going to get to her number. And if you don't get to get her number, that's okay. You try and try again. Obviously not the same person, but you live to fight another day. You do not have to take drastic measures into your hands. No matter what she said, no matter how you well, felt, her it's, or her friends, yeah. none of it is worth it. None of it is worth it because you are going to wake up in 15 years in the same stank-ass jail and realize, wow, I really threw away my that I really threw away this girl's entire life behind a teenage decision. All hormones. God bless. Yeah, my deepest condolences to the family. This thing angers me and makes me sad. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> for no reason, whatever the reason, no 15-year-old should have to worry about lose their li- losing their life, let alone lose their life. Mm-hmm. And yo, just take the no and go. Like no and go. Th- there's no reason to to escalate it like it didn't change the situation it just made things worse and now a whole entire family a whole entire community is is heartbroken because a young girl lost her life over nothing Mm -hmm. that's all i have to say and this 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 whole extreme violence like my god i i i just can't make sense of it anymore It's, it's really really sad it has nothing to do with you literally um yeah so and also i think because obviously like i said it was her defending her friend when he was attacking her friend Mm -hmm. i see that now like a lot of people do not want to when people are doing something crazy on the streets or like that girl that got hit with a brick by that guy that she um 
said no she didn't want to give her number to him so he hit her with a brick and everyone's just standing around all these men are just standing around everyone's just standing around doing nothing about it sometimes i watch those and i'm just like why is no one doing anything like this kid's getting his shoes robbed on the train why is no one doing anything but it's because people are scared for their own lives Mm -hmm. this girl died a hero protecting her friend but she had to die to do that um so honestly when you see something say something do something but at the same time it's just like you genuinely you have no idea what is the right thing to do anymore I'll repeat to her and um and if I could say one more thing that's kind of heavy on my head as uh I, I wind down from the situation I made an example that maybe she lost her golden retriever and I apologize I didn't want to make it as trivial as that yeah. but what I'm saying is so often there's external forces that are going on in people's life that you're not aware of yeah. that are the reason they make the decisions they make and it has nothing to do with you yeah just even take your knowing still like I don't want to say nothing, man. I'm yeah. just annoyed. So the last topic is the Legacy Awards. All right. I forgot about them. So I don't really have much to say mm-hmm. because I feel like we've been yapping all for a very long time. It's a very long podcast. Two but, hours. Um, we're going to be nominated next year in Jesus' oh, name. Nominated. We are going to go for the Content Creators Award. It's, that's the viewer voted, the viewer's choice. Oh, okay. Like voted um, award. How do you get nominated for that? Yeah. Uh, you can get nominated um, I think people vote to be who gets nominated and then you can vote on the nominations, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. So shout out to JC. Do you want to shout out your friend? I am uh, currently looking for her yeah. Instagram. Yeah, so basically how <coughs> this all happened was... Can I introduce it? Yeah, all no, right. yeah definitely. So uh, Use that radio voice, bro. Sorry, I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my younger sister, shout out Chelsea, she is, she has a friend, her actual best friend from high school. Her name is Morgan Blades. Please go check her out on social media. She's a young black girl doing really dope shit. M-O-R-G-A-N-B-L-A-D-E-S underscore fly shit. So uh, Morgan Blades is one of the people who is in charge of or who is a, a, a big part of producing the Legacy Awards. I had no idea about any of this uh, in its inception. I was I was just as taken aback as everybody else when when they announced it. I, it was last year. It was yeah, the first one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So my uh, younger sister called me and she said, JC, do you want to... Uh, an opportunity to come to the legacy awards. Now I wanted to, but I was, I had a prior engagement. So right away, my, my brain snapped to our very own Ty Noel would probably not only enjoy this, but be a perfect representation of the podcast at this award. So I said, you know, Ty, I have an opportunity to get some tickets to go to the legacy awards. Could would you be interested? And she let out this high pitched shriek <laughs> that I don't I don't know what decibel it hit, but to, to something Sorry. right louder. But to, to say the least, <laughs> Ty was ecstatic and had an opportunity to go. She looked amazing. Please check out her Instagram for the outfit. Ty stays drip. It's that London shit. She she just got the swag down. Mm-hmm. But Ty, please let us know how the event was. Exited by the Okay, so let me London. just first say thank you, girl, because it was such a good night. So mm-hmm. I appreciate the tickets. 
Um, I was actually meant to go last year, but I didn't go because I felt like I didn't have anything to wear. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's really dressed up. Anyway, um, went this time. And honestly, it is probably the best thing I have ever been to since I've been in Toronto. Wow. Oh, okay. And I say this to say because there was such a beautiful energy of black excellence i know people like "Mm, don't know about this black excellence word but this was for real a room of black excellence there were so many uh different variations of black people and us dressed in our sunday's best and gowns and literally gowns women in the audience in gowns like Mm. men dress sharp this is probably the best looking black man i've seen Mm -mm -mm -mm. since been here every they were delicious (sighs) of all shades very handsome black men everywhere beautiful black women dressed everywhere like in everything some people look like literal princesses mm-hmm. princesses like i need oh, to get with them now. absolutely gorgeous um and i think and i did this in My the life. highlights of the abc's podcast and um, instagram so check out the highlights but what i really appreciate as someone who obviously is not from here is learning about canadian history um, black history and highlighting some of the pioneers in the industry again and also obviously just seeing how beautiful black canadians are and how dope and how sweet and how engaging and just how incredible the community is here we already spoke about julie black like i knew who she was before i came here but just hearing her story and seeing her friends introduce her because she won one of the legacy awards her speech was captivating i think she might be i'm getting goosebumps now Mm. i literally had goosebumps when when i was listening to it but i think she might be one of the most inspirational women i've heard speak in such a long time i did not want her speech to end so like i said go to the abcs of black instagram page and i'm gonna create a highlights with her speech in it incredible in freaking credible director x who is who i knew who he was Uh but i also forgot that he was canadian basically this whole night was just me realizing that so many cool people that i actually really love are canadian like it was so unreal literally every single one of the of the um recipients like i knew who they were Mm -hmm. um i just didn't know that they were canadian Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and they all did absolutely incredible performances um beautifully shot keisha shante i love her (laughs) i loved her on bt back in the day anyway um i love her on what bt she did the 106 and park when she was with bella she did do it oh did she do that i wasn't watching that no more yeah you were too old for it that point yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, Um, it was past yeah yeah, i was pretty much past that too but i just i still i was literally a fan and one time i like met him in real life and he signed this um signed my cd for him he signed my cd and i like wrote him a letter with my friends um but i was too scared to give it to him Ah. so Mm. i still to this day in my memories box has this letter that i was meant to give to bow wow many moons ago did you ask him where his dogs at bark with me no this was wanted times this was fresh as my fresh as my mears times (laughs) this is a very different time bow was a big deal for people this was bow wow this was a little bow wow this was about okay um 
yeah but anyway i say this to say i down yeah okay yeah it was that it was that album shut it like my shut it like my you remember shut it i don't know the words back on canadian yeah this is where yeah this is canadian so i say this to say it was really great to learn about canadian history to learn um to see all these canadian talents that i didn't really realize that were um canadian can you bring me your phone for a second because oh, i literally want to are you on the page because mm-hmm. i really want to just um sh- and i just want to say quickly i appreciated uh all of the women who came in dresses that respectfully kind of looked like costumes because they were so big and flamboyant and they were like colorful i really thought it gave the met the met gala vibe and i really appreciate that people are showing out so the often gala which sorry I oh, just so often so too. often canadians we 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 tame it down i like to see that we really showed out they really one. did and i went dressed down for a bit and then when we got into when we got out because i was thinking like um everyone else attending was gonna be really dressed mm. up so we dressed up but it wasn't like we w- i wasn't wearing a dress i was mm. wearing like um leather trousers and some heels and stuff like that and then when we got there we saw that all these people were in gowns in the audience so mm. we was like okay we're gonna get in an uber go home oh so you changed oh. and hell yeah i did Just as, soon put as, on a dress? as soon as we pulled up as soon as we pulled up we saw all these people in the queue um wearing like, like i said little princesses like Shit. literally this like, like formal 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 it's not dress nice it's formal it's a cinderella thing yes Jeez, I didn't yes. know that. Okay. So when I saw that, I was like, yeah, let's, my friend was like, we're going we're gonna to go back. I was like, absolutely. Got back in the car. Mind you, it was just down the road to say yeah, history. Yeah. So then we went, got changed, we came back. And by the time we came back, show started straight away. We was like, absolutely, this is great. We looked <laughs> fabulous. I ran into Aika Wong. Um, I don't know who that is. Anyway. Sorry. I can't know who She's my favorite uh, Canadian influencer. Anyway, um, loved her, spoke to her. She said she loved my dress. Nice. Oh. And then yesterday was her birthday. So then I messaged her saying her birthday and her story and then sent her the link to my dress because she asked me to send her the link to my dress okay uh-huh. and then i sent her the link to my dress. she was like oh you remember things i was like oh my god i come walk <laughs> sorry um, who is she again she is an influencer she was on big brother Fashion? Can- she was on no she was on canadian big brother okay she okay. won and then um no she didn't win sorry but she was on canadian big brother and then um her and her boyfriend or fiance sorry um do a couple's channel on mm. youtube oh okay yeah i won't be fine um so yeah overall enjoyed it loved it i highly highly recommend that people go onto the youtube channel and what even people from the uk go and um watch it on youtube because it actually streamed on youtube and you can re-watch it on youtube you will even see people like um tanya williams who she is the founder for the real world which is a film festival here created for um minority uh, filmmakers mm. but also i did not know she was in the board and the beautiful and the young and the restless oh shit yes so i knew her growing up watching her on tv with my grandma and she was in that so that's what i'm saying there's so many people that literally i just remember being aware of them knowing who they were and thinking that they were just amazing beautiful black people on tv right. not knowing that they were canadian mm-hmm. everyone like i know this has been a story about how canadians always have to go to the u.s to kind of be able to find their footing mm-hmm. but it's definitely was seen there like dr x um, dr x sorry and her it's just like it's insane but yeah i say this to say 
highly recommend it. It's giving for the UK people, it's giving the MOBO Awards, but actually not because it's really on a higher level. And it's not just surrounded by. Um, don't don't give him no ammo. No, for not this to travel be. No, Canada but just, I'm shit. I'm saying like the Mobo Awards <laughs> is more like BT Hip Hop Awards. Okay. So when you go, you, everyone's just dressed like regular. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm just saying this is like a classy gala. It's giving what gala. gala. It's like it's giving guap gala, but like a televised and people and it's a televised guap gala. Mm-hmm. Everyone dresses up. Everyone's there to the nines. Get your money up. And yeah, and then everyone and then they're <laughs> presented with actual awards. No fish and chips. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was giving steak and lobster. Maple syrup. It was. It was giving steak and lobster. The um, Nymo bars travel. I'm gonna get you the board. This is this is this is a pro Canadian platform. I'm gonna call I said this. I am. I'm saying travel Canada. Come to Winnipeg. As I also said. Um, we will be there next year in Jesus' name. We will maybe be hosting a carpet. We might be nominated, but we will definitely be in the building next year. I'm speaking it into existence. Shout okay. out to the people that um, developed it and run it. Um, and I highly, like I said, highly, 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 highly recommend everyone go and watch it because you will see, I feel like you will have an appreciation for Canadian black excellence that you never had before. Mm. Okay. Well said. Nice. Yeah. That's what's up. That's it. That's it. We're done. Okay, sweet. We done. Mm-hmm. My You're name is welcome. My name is Redmond. Wait, sorry. You should you close it. Ah, fuck. I don't even know what's happening no more. Bro, this was another dude. episode. This was another MOB episode. Right. Matter of Black. We hope you. We hope you enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed recording it and bringing it to you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, yeah. guys. And let's give out those socials. Um. Um, fuck. Ooh. Nah, Redmond. So, sorry. <laughs> His no controller way. died. There's literally no way. Like, uh, whoever uh, is controlling <laughs> controlling your, um, what's it? What they call it again? His avatar? Your avatar has literally gone for a piss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can follow, you can follow me on Instagram. Jokes on Red. You can follow me on, um, the other one. TikTok. Jokes on Red. Oh, jokes on Red across across the board i am no longer filmed by red okay i know you're gonna hear some old episodes if you listen to some old episodes where i say filmed by red that no longer exists i am jokes on red because i'll be bringing the funny to y'all life ty oh i thought i was meant to start laughing but i didn't um oh. yeah. <laughs> you can follow try me on joke. Insta- you can follow me on instagram at tinyl um and i guess you can follow me on tiktok but i'm very much not there but i hope when you see this episode you like the new facelift that we have on the abcs of black pod instagram and follow us on inst- on tiktok because we have really great content now i'm really excited that you guys can finally see what we look like including my bald head hey yes. shout out to ty Everybody, uh, uh, comment and subs- uh, comment and subscribe. I watch way too much YouTube, but <laughs> send your send your comments. Let let Ty know what you think about her new do. I think it's a ten. I like it. I'm That's all about 10. natural, and I like I like the blonde. It, it really pops. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram. I post once every seventy two days on <laughs> at uh, the Hovington Post. T H E H O V I N G T O N P O S T. Why do you don't change it to like the Hovington? Don't post. That's long. <laughs>
So yeah, long. let's make it longer, like 25 <laughs> letters so now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can. I'm just saying. Work saying on that because you're onto something. <laughs> I don't even think you can. I'm going to change my name to I do, at I don't post shit. <laughs> I was a joke. I was just, I, like I, would, I would just think because you said you I only post whatever mm. and the joke, sorry, it was it was not that, I mean, it was kind of good. No, but it, was it was funny. Good. It was good. And it was also, good. the truth is he don't even post every 72 days. It's longer than that. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> even 300. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye, Nicole.